Welcome back to 1010's Podcast. This is Michael with Adam and Robbie. And you know what? You know what I just saw the other day? I saw this infographic about how you're supposed to structure a podcast. We probably don't fit on that infographic in any way, shape, or form. No, ours is somewhat structured. The, it kind of is, but okay, so... The thing you don't understand about podcasters is that we are not normal when it comes we, to podcasters. We are far from normal, which... Wait, what? Take that with a grain of salt because Joe Rogan doesn't follow that structure either. No, and no. He, neither, you know. I guess I. Every time I think about this, I think of it as a radio show. I ref, like. I never once like podcast. I'm like, no, I got a radio show. So I always think Jason Ellis and like how they structure theirs. I see people talking all the time on these podcast groups about inserting music that is you know dynamic to the situation, like. Like after the fact. Hell yeah. No right. No right. Well, yeah, after the fact in post, but post right editing. now, no, there'd be like a dramatic. Dun, dun. Pump, pumping us up, yeah. Sort of we thing. have an intro and an outro, and that's good enough. Yeah. Okay, so here's so here's what this infographic said. First of all, it said that if you didn't do any part of this, you had to basically pass go and do not collect two hundred dollars and start over. But the point I'll was two hundred dollars. The point was, uh, you're supposed to do a teaser right now because I did an intro. Ooh, yeah. Ten tens podcast. We got the people teaser. I have a teaser this week. Ooh. So if you stick around and listen to the whole show, I have a way for you guys to win a free set of wheels. Look at that. And a discount that's available only to 1010's podcast listeners. Boom. Man. We're an exclusive group. It it is an exclusive. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Don't say that to me again. (laughs) If that's cool. (laughs) Just never again. (laughs) Sorry. That's okay. But before we... Let's move on from that. Sabotage arrived Yo. today in my mail from our... I, I haven't decided if this was war or a uh, peace is, offering. No, I haven't this decided is a declaration yet. of war. Oh, okay. I received this box. <laughs> and I, I admit, I order a lot of crap from Amazon and I order a lot of car parts. So I was like, I saw the box when I pulled in. I was like, did I order, did something? I order something? Which I did order stuff this week, but nothing should have come today. So I see this box and it's got these red... Uh, stickers around the outside of fragile. it that say, that say fragile handle with care suspicious <laughs> it's for sure a very bomb. suspicious it's for sure a bomb it's for sure some sort of weapon of some kind <laughs> uh and then i look at the tag and it says two ten tens podcast and then it Which says is a bad sign yeah it's a bad sign because you don't remember giving your address i don't out. remember giving my address <laughs> to anybody and then it says from radio podcast so uh it's just a box, it, you know, whatever size this is, 6 by 12 box. Uh, I open it, and I find a letter inside, on letterhead, by it's the way, very nice we don't letterhead. have. Isn't that yeah, a pretty sweet logo, though? I they like do it. have a nice logo. They do have a nice logo. And it says, Dear 10 Tents Culinary Podcast, please find enclosed <laughs> one bottle beverage <laughs> that we would like to hear your professional review of, your friends at Radio Podcast, Austin, Devin, and Jeff. Uh, first of all, never gotten any, any up to this point, up to today, not one company has sent us any car parts or anything related, uh, to cars to review. So keep that in mind. Uh, the people that listen to this podcast actually are more interested in our water and food reviews <laughs> than they are in what we have to say about car parts. Did, did you have glasses or we, you do have glasses right there. I do have glasses out, uh, for us to drink out of, uh, fine silver or fine China. So I got that Crystal. box. Crystal. I got the box. Um, I'm nervous because I don't want to drink this. <laughs> I got the box. Robbie and I have no clue. He's been super secretive about what this is. Uh, so I'm I got super the, nervous. So I got the box. I open it. I get the letter. I read the letter. And then I get this out. And uh, I, 
my heart sinks, quite frankly. <laughs> this is, has to be war. Are you guys ready for what this is? No. So it's kind of like... It looks like lemonade. It looks like lemonade. Kind That's, of, yeah, like a clear... Like more of a white uh, white lemonade. Can we just get... Oh, no. Uh, what, what's it called? Uh, ice. Ice? Did we just no. get ice? <laughs> that would have been funny. That actually would have been funny. No, we did not get iced. Uh, this is actually... That I would been, not have been mad that about been that at all. Hilarious. <laughs> anyway, no, we did not. We should, we should, we should ice them. Can we, oh, <laughs> I have their address now. We should ice them. Can we overnight it? That's that's the war right there. That's what it is. Okay, there's no real way to to soften the blow on. Nah, it. just give uh, it to us. Lester's fixins, uh, fixins. By the way, uh, ranch G. dressing. So. Oh, <laughs> Oh, I hate ranch so much. <laughs> Just so you Austin, know. I'm so mad at you right oh, now. So <laughs> Just so you know, this couldn't have landed on a better week. I was in Wisconsin last weekend, and apparently weird soda is their thing. I have five more at home. Not I'm ranch so, flavored. Oh, God. So this will be good. We'll have six six weeks of I've got it poured. There's Do one I for really Robbie. Need, do we really need that much? My water be ready. This seems like a lot. I poured extra because I know that you'll just continue to try to drink well, it. Well, yeah. <laughs> Thankfully, Robbie is not financially invested in it this time. Ooh, I'm so nervous. <laughs> <laughs> so much. Couldn't you, couldn't you have sent us it blue cheese It smells like flavor? glue. Smell it. It smells like glue. It does smell I like... I can't smell anything today. It's, oh, no, it smells like oh. ranch. First of all, I don't really like ranch. No, I don't either. I don't eat it on anything. There oh, are those people that put it on everything. Everything. I would, yeah. I'd r- much rather have blue cheese or Thousand Island. <sighs> so we just drink it, right? <laughs> yeah, right. Can't <laughs> even do it. Oh! <laughs> That's not terrible. <laughs> it's shockingly sweet. It's a... Uh, so it smells like glue. I still think it smells like glue. It t- oh, it's not. <laughs> what that, is that? That is it's, not that bad. It's sweet. Oh, the aftertaste is the worst part. Oh god, give me my water. Because it almost it has like a, almost a vanilla flavor. At you first. know what it kind of tastes like is like cream soda. Yeah, yeah, like but a then really it does bad something cream soda. Really weird at the end. I don't enjoy that at all. You're still going on it. I'm. I'm hoping to get. I'm trying to just. It's like weirdly creamy, but you, not. It does not taste like <laughs> ranch. <laughs> Phrasing. <laughs> uh, what do you think, Robbie? Do the, the initial drink, like the first second it hits your lips, not bad. It does kind of taste then like it cream gets soda. Re- then it gets, yeah, it tastes like cream soda, and then, then it, it gets, gets real crappy real fast. It gets and really then now weird. it sticks with you for like a long time. I'm going in. <laughs> it's like... It's this like, is where we it's need like video. Thick. It's like... It's, it's viscous. It's It's it's, it's, it's <laughs> thick with two C's, is what it is. Ew. It's not. It's not that. It's shockingly thick. I don't like it. Do we just get Van Wilder? I don't even know that reference. They put dog jizz in donuts. That's unfortunate. <laughs> Jesus. No, I think that. Um, no. I think. I think it's just maybe it's better out of the bottle. Um, Give no. me the bottle. You really want the bottle? Yeah, maybe it's better. Look at Lester, by the way, when you take for the wreck. Give him the bottle. Lester is creepy as yeah. Lester's just as creepy. Just so you know, him to be. I also bought some Lester's. Did you? At least two. So it's only going to get better from here. No. He did say though before you you got bacon and shit like that, didn't you? Maybe. Oh, bacon's. Oh shit, we stole this bit from Roadkill, didn't we? 
fuck. I thought this was our deal. Not from Rogan. That was uh, that was on Hot Rod Garage. Was it? Yeah. Okay. That doesn't because really they make weren't it allowed to drink better. beer anymore. Yep. We stole this bit. It's better Damn, out of the bottle. This was our bit. That's okay. They quit. They only did it once. Oh, so well, we do we it all the time. Continue to steal it. And it'll okay. be ours eventually. It's just bad, isn't it, Robbie? It's Despite just, the fact that I'm not, there I'm not very happy about this, I figure I we should go ahead and plug Austin and his podcast. Go find Radio Podcast. Uh, what <laughs> I'm supposed to this? record a show with them here this week, so look at I what, will be on it eventually, too. Look at what they do to their supposed podcast friends. Yeah. yeah. War this has is, been declared. This is what you get when you start a podcast. People send you weird things in the mail. And if you like, want to send Radio Podcast your own stuff, their address, <laughs> their address is... <laughs> <laughs> Tell them how you really feel. Aren't you glad I It'll gave you? It'll be on our Instagram. Aren't you glad I got you that backup drink, Robbie? Don't I forget even, about that. I haven't even used it yet. Got Robbie a nice, the, a, a yeah, pleasant this, backup. Are drink. you gonna get swole now? Are you just gonna? What, I didn't. Out is right this, this pre workout? Am I gonna just gonna yeah, just go into a blur? Pre-workout. It's like four scoops of pre workout. <laughs> You're gonna forget who you are. You're gonna go into a straight road <laughs> liquid right rage. Is that the stuff you drink every week? Like when we're here? Yeah, just like vitamins. And well, stuff? that that's basically just. It's basically a healthy version of uh, Gatorade. Is the is the easiest way to which is not actually electrolytes a good shit. thing, is it? No, it's got a lot of sugar in it. There's no sugar in that. It's basically electrolytes and uh, a little bit of vitamins and minerals. Not not a ton of stuff, but Word. something you can drink to keep you hydrated. It's called HydroCharge. Not that anybody cares, but that's what's called. Why would anybody make a ranch flavored anything besides? Ranch, ranch. To be on podcast because it's funny. Because we no, said no, Lester's no, fixings like nobody buys times. that and then just drinks it. It has to be right. like a joke. The like whole I love time. there's all a, the time. There's a candy shop in the was it the Valley West Mall here in Des Moines that has a bunch of weird soda flavors, and I love going in there and buying like one good ones. Now I'll buy like six because I'm a nut job, <laughs> but I buy ones that I know are going to come out good. You know. Like butterscotch and stuff like that. Those are delicious. Oh yeah, but not really like, like butterscotch dressing. So yeah, don't look at it, Robbie. Just I'm, let I, it go. I shouldn't have said it next to me. I'm gonna <laughs> you keep drinking keep it. Drinking you it. can hand it back if that's gonna make it better. Nah, maybe I'll drink it later. Okay, that's fine. Maybe it's better when it's a little flat. Probably be a lot, a lot worse. <laughs> Yeah, it probably would be fizzy. worse. I, I had to get it. I had to put it in the freezer so that we could drink it because there's no way I was saw it, that warm. Right, I was like, I'm not drinking this shit warm. This yeah, morning. especially because it was like almost 90 today. So it, it was been, like, it was hot. Warm. Yeah, it, yeah. it was hot terrible. when I got it. So I put it in the freezer for like a half hour. So anyway, uh, I don't know what the conclusion to that two is. Out of, two out of ten. Uh, I'll give it a not, one. One out of ten would not buy. Man, we we've missed a beat on that. Why haven't we been putting ratings on things? It's like in our name. We suck at this. We would definitely have to go back to the start on that infographic I was talking about earlier. We need we need to up our marketing game. Apparently, we should. Uh, what what's next, Robbie? Because there's a lot of stuff we got to do today. Uh, Adam, you should open it up for us. Adam, can you do your opener presented by Eyes Up Auto Art? Absolutely. So uh, this week we're going to discuss badges in specific. One, have you guys ever looking looked closely at an Alfa Romeo badge? Doesn't it have like a dragon on it? Have you ever looked closely at it, Michael? Yeah, I don't remember what's on there it. There is a snake eating a baby. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's Now I remember. Yep. What? Uh, what? Robbie's looking it up here real quick. Oh, see, I was close with the dragon. Is it, a, yeah. is it straight up a baby? What's the, what's yeah, what, the backstory? This? Okay, so I, I looked up the backstory, and Alpha, of course, claims it to be a snake eating a man. But it really, to me, looks like a baby. Yeah, it looks like a dragon eating a baby, and it's based on... Looks it like looks it's like based it's a baby. Yeah, so like so I Greek actually mythology. have the history of it's based. 
the uh, the dragon symbol or snake symbol, as it may be, is uh, the family crest for the Visconti family, which is one of the most important families in the history of Milan and Italy. Okay. So that is their family crest, if you will. And then uh, the Red Cross on a white field is a symbol of Milan, which is the hometown of Alpha. Huh. So I just, I'm really kind of freaked out by the fact that they have a snake eating a baby. I kind of really like it. It's super badass. It is. It very, is kind of badass. It is very metal. It is very metal. It is probably the most metal of all badges. Yeah. Yeah. It is a more interesting badge than most. Yeah. Cadillac's uh, badge used to be kind of interesting, but it was just like an amalgamation of random stuff. It seems like the Italians put more thought into badging than the rest of the world. Yeah, I'd say that's fair. Yeah, because like even the Ferrari logo like has Rancy a lot, yeah, a lot of significance. I, don't, I couldn't tell you what it is, but I think Fiat. I mean, it's it's an interesting looking badge, at least, especially some of the older ones where they were the Italian flag colors and stuff. I like the new Cadillac badge. I think that it was a good call when they got rid of the wreath and changed the inside so it was a little bit more modern. I don't know. Everybody freaked out about it when oh, it happened. Oh, okay. Like that? Yep, yep. Yeah. The cool. old one had the re- you see yeah, right cool. next to it the old one had the reef around the outside. Yeah, I like and everybody was like, "Oh, it's a heritage." It's like nobody cares. Yeah. And now nobody's talking about Everyone it. Everyone so. who's freaking out about it being heritage, do you have any idea what it means? No, god no. No, and they so, probably have like a 1988 Cadillac so they're not yeah. They weren't in Cadillac's market anyway cuz they're not trying to sell people. They have this balling out of control DeVille that's cut your fingers off when you close the trunk. Yeah. Cadillac's not trying to sell cars to those people anymore, so. No, they want to be BMW of America. BMW of America. I can't think of anybody else that has a really interesting logo. No, not at all. You know what you should the do? The Germans don't, really. I mean, they're just Yeah, it's just like a, a yeah. swoop. Like Toyota's just a circle yeah. inside of a circle inside of a circle. Japan is definitely not, not The there. Mazda logo is more clever than you might think. That people give it credit for? Yeah. Okay. Because if you take the bottom and the top off the oval, it's an M. Yeah. Which people yeah. do in the aftermarket. Right. Uh, so what you should do is if you know of an interesting car logo that we didn't talk about, you should go to the Facebook page. Or no, sorry. The Facebook group. group. Ten Tense Podcast Group. Post about it there and uh, start a discussion. We like discussions. Yeah. What's the raddest badge? What is the raddest badge? Tell us on the group this week. Right on. Is that it for the for that deal? Just a real quick one. We got a lot of things going on this week, so I figured I'd just throw a short one in there. So don't forget, guys, to go to uh, Eyes Up Auto Art on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. Uh, we've been talking about him for a while now. He is the guy that does rad paintings um, of your commissioning, basically. Um, whatever you've got in relation to your vehicle, um, send him a picture of it via DM and he will work something up for you as far as putting a painting together for you. Pricing is very reasonable. He does great work. You can see all that stuff, especially on his Instagram page. You should go there and give him a follow at a minimum because he's got some really cool content on there. So that's Eyes Up Auto Art, E-Y-E-S-U-P Auto Art um, on all the socials. It's that easy. It is that easy. It is just as easy as sending him a DM. And as we said last week, uh, the season is coming for buying gifts. Do it sooner rather than later if that you think that that's something that would be a sweet gift for somebody, which it would be. It'd be a great gift. It'd be, yeah. I would love to get It'd one. It'd be a very unique gift, that's for sure. It'd be way better than ranch dressing soda. Buying 
buying um like car related stuff like people that like cars yeah, buying car related stuff for them is like nearly impossible yeah and this it's is really hard to like buy something cool for your dad yeah that he doesn't either already have or is just like some uninteresting trinket he has nothing to do with right yeah or your kids like if you have Probably nobody in this demographic has kids, but just placate me here for just a second. <laughs> we are. Or if you have like a niece or a nephew or something like that that is into cars um, and you're going to be giving gifts around the holiday season, uh, that's a great one. It's a no-brainer. My parents listen to this, and they have kids. I'm just saying. That's true. That's hey, fair. Hint, hint. My parents also have kids. Do they? Kids? One, one you got to be kidding me. One of which- Get out right. Yeah. You got to be shit. You'll never guess. Yeah, you never would have known. One of them even likes cars. Yep. That's bit. very bizarre- and also very relevant to the point I was trying to make. So yes. That's amazing. <laughs> Eyes up auto art. Follow it. Um, now we got another thing, right, Robbie, on our schedule that we're transitioning to? Oh, I was going to quick do uh, oh, yes. project updates. Okay. Do you have one? I do. I got. I took the diff out of the RX-7, and uh, much in the way that like automatic transmissions are witchcraft to me, differentials were Limited slightly witchcraft. Until I could take it apart and touch it and see what's going on inside of there. It's not most. It's I guess yours isn't gears. No, it's not a Torsen style. It yeah. is a clutch pack style differential, and it's just basically, um, basically all that happens is as you apply force to the diff, um, the clutches. Basically, the way it's designed is that the the housing will clamp against the clutch, which then in turn spins the axle, um, which locks up the the tires. Basically, yep. What's fascinating to me is that you can tune those so that it like has more or less when you're accelerating or decelerating and stuff like like especially for front wheel drive cars that's important because you don't want it locked up when you're turning in you can get sharper turn in but you want it to lock up when you're accelerating and how they can tune that stuff is beyond me. On mine there are let's see one two there's twelve clutches or shims inside of there that you right. can move around and add to or subtract from to make it work. What I found is that my clutches were worn, uh, so I put a micrometer to them, and they were like 0.1 millimeter or 0.2 millimeters beyond spec, which once you multiply that times three or six or whatever, you get a decent, you know... How hard is that to find the spec? Uh, Impossible. Yeah. Somebody, in their infinite wisdom, probably like 10 or 15 years ago, put a Mazda RX-7 full tech, tech manual... Like the fact, online, the factory, the service, factory manual. service manual oh, online. Awesome. Forms are like useless. Oh, completely useless. It, you know, and it's their own fault. It's the people that use forms that have killed forms, and it's not yeah. because the information isn't there. It's that it's gotten lost somewhere in there, and then somebody goes, "Oh, not this subject again." Yep. Like, dude, it's not helpful. It's not helpful though. Don't be a dick. because you know what comes up is that post about the guy that's like, "Hey, I can't find this." Oh no, we talked about this. Here's yeah. a link. To a bunch of photo bucket images that don't work. That anymore. don't work anymore. Red X's. Yep. So I found I went through the, like literally spent probably an hour and a half on that last weekend. Found the tech. Then I was like, wait a minute, I'm not gonna search for that anymore. I'm just gonna try to find the service manual for the car. Then I can get that information and figure it out. Much more helpful. Took took ten seconds to find the service manual. We need a sponsorship from like Haynes or something. Yeah. Get some manuals in our life. Yeah. I Well, I have a Haynes manual for that car, actually. This was, like, super deep into the yeah. abyss of information yeah. about our. There's a difference between, like, factory service manuals and, and the ones that the you Haynes can buy manual. at 
at O'Reilly's. Did you ever buy the Bentley manuals for the... No, I never did buy the Bentley manual. Apparently, they are out of control in detail. The Bentley... Probably should preface this. For whatever reason... I think they're the factory manuals. Maybe yeah. they're maybe they're not. Maybe they're just super detailed. I'm pretty sure for they are. like Volkswagen Audi products. For whatever reason, they're called the Bentley manual. Hmm. Don't Always know. confused me. Don't know why. But they had them. They had them at that dealership uh, in Iowa City. They had Bentley oh, really? manuals. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure that's a factory. You can get it. I almost bought a virtual one. They're very expensive. A, a digital copy. How much was the digital copy? Uh, it's been many many moons. I don't remember. I think the actual manual to buy. At one point, I saw a price of like. Four, five, oh, $600? they're, they're easy crazy. in the in the mid three digit range at least. Yeah, crazy expensive. But I mean, it's but you will never want for information. Again. Yeah, it's all the information. It's literally all of it. Yeah, and it's like stacks, like oh, yeah. encyclopedia stacks. Yeah, oh, I remember someone made a uh, SR twenty into an S fourteen factory service manual, so they took the SR twenty out of the Japanese one and then mashed it all together, and I think that was like nine hundred pages long. Oof. It was super that is, helpful. That's a lot. Yep. So like when, you know, completely rebuild the engine, it has everything step by step. And he still couldn't get it running. Yeah. Let's not go there. Be that a warning. <laughs> yeah, be that a warning. Let's leave it there. Uh, so anyway, my point was I was going to put new clutches in. The clutches are literally like $40 a piece and I need six of them. What the heck with that? Which is stupid. It's like, who who does that? Just I mean, get some washers or get, something. Or get an, right? op- get an right? open diff and just weld it. That's what I'm going to do now. Yeah. So I ordered the parts for that. Because don't those have the smaller axles and stuff, though? Yeah, I had to order a whole bunch of parts. It was a pain in the ass. But still cheaper than replacing all those clutches and just, just hoping that's going to work. Which, it, I mean, in theory, it should. I've you weren't able to it. weld that limited slip one? No, that's it's got a thing. housing. The housing's too encompassing. The ones I saw, the housing was like a just like a tuning fork shape. So probably more the, top the on gear it. style instead of the clutch pack style. It's still the clutch style, but because the housing of the actual LSD unit didn't cover all of the internal gears, you could still weld it to the housing. Oh, this one is like completely encased in this conical shaped uh, housing, and so you can't really get in there to weld it. You probably could if you were smarter than me, but I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna mess with it. It's, it's not, not worth, worth it. it. It's probably not worth it. So you're on schedule to have everything done here in a week. Everything's or two. supposed to be here Saturday. Oh, perfect. So, and really, it's just slapping it back together. Nice. And then trying to figure out what, um, what, why I've got resistance at my starter. So oh, working on electrical that. problems. That'll be fun. Yeah, it shouldn't be that big a deal. It's no, just a. Probably it's probably not. just a ground. It's got to be a ground. Yeah. But we have a load tester now, which is yeah. is fun. You can actually put resistance on things. I think I have some longer lengths of very large gauge wire if you need them. I'd have to to run like yes, a dedicated line and be we, done with yeah, it. Yeah, we did. We ran two, and it goes into a block. You've got it goes into a distribution. You ran your battery to the trunk, right? Yeah, his yeah. Batteries in the back and, now. and you have a ground going to your block. Yes, uh, not to the block. It goes to a distribution block. Okay, I that may be that there may be some resistance in there. Yeah, so, so I gotta so, figure that so out. So what, when I did mine. I had that kind of the same issue. It wouldn't start, and I was ha- I have it said twelve volts at the starter, and still wouldn't start. So I ran a, I think it was like a zero gauge from the battery all the way to the bell housing, and that solved my problem. So I mean, now I have this huge freaking cable. It was like yeah, 80, probably eighty bucks, do. but if I dig through my storage, I'm pretty sure I have some some like odd gauge big stuff. I may have some stranded. Yeah, at the house, I'll yeah. I'll look before I purchase that. But uh, yeah, 
it starts, it just doesn't want to hot restart, which is really annoying. Yeah. But it's definitely got some resistance because you can test it and see that it doesn't like... <clears throat> once you start putting a load on it, you just you watch the voltage drop. It goes down to like 10, 10 volts. So that's definitely what it is. Ah. Just got to figure out where it is and get rid of it or just, run a new ground. Yeah. Or it may be that the starter's not grounded to the block properly or to the distribution block. So, you know, it may it's just a little, be... Just a little trial a and small, error. Yeah. yeah, it'll be fine. It's just a matter of... Yeah. Just I, ran out of time last weekend when I was working on it. I get it. So it's not that big a deal. So hopefully I got I ordered all the right parts because I kind of blind ordered a bunch of stuff and then put it back together. In theory, yeah. it should work. Yeah, it'll be fine. Should be fine. I got a couple weeks, so it's not that big a deal. It has to be done by the seventh. I sp- I was spoke last week. Yes, it's sorry, seventh. it's it the is seventh, seventh and eighth. Oh, not sixth whoops. and seventh. Oh, and BTW not going to do. Not that it really matters when this podcast comes out, but not doing the Iowa Speedway thing. No, because uh, scheduling and scheduling fixing. and it may rain. It's not yeah, it's scheduled like for rain right now. Rain. Yeah, but uh, we'll see. Yeah. But we will not be there. Which. If you're there now and you're listening to this, we're not there. I'm sorry. So, whoops. Sorry I'm probably chasing snakes. Robbie found a bunch, like literal. I snakes. bought it. I bought. I got a weed whacker. So then I went and started clearing the. This is obviously not a project update, but whatever. So I went. It's, and, God, it's house project. It's house project. It's what it so is. So I clear. I started clearing the long grass next to the pond, and then immediately found all the snakes, and then I counted eleven snake holes next to this big stump, all along where I like to fish. So my weekend project is to be flushing all the snakes out, catching them, and then taking them far away. At least you're doing that, because my dad I'm not, would be... I'm not going to kill them. My dad would be catching them with the head of his weed whacker, so... No. Like, like I was, you know, just cutting grass, and all of a sudden, a snake goes this way, another snake goes that way. I was like, damn it. I have, like, never seen a snake at my house, and it makes me really sad. I think they're cool, and I won't... Well, you can come, come down this weekend and help you catch them. You, you can have bring, all of them. Bring a couple my way. I'd, I'd rather have snakes than mice. But I don't want that many snakes next to my fishing spot. Katie called me in tears this morning. Was there a bug? Because apparently Logan rounded the corner into the kitchen carrying a dead mouse, and she <laughs> lost. It's pretty fucking. You metal, have bro. two cats. How do I you... think that's why he was dead. Oh, they caught him. I think. It, okay. I'm assuming one of them killed it, and then Logan got it. That's that's not bad. So she that's... called me losing her mind. See, you need snakes. And I was like, it's dead, Katie. Pick it up and throw it away. What you can you pick it up with like a it? towel or some so pliers or Grab something. a couple of. Oh, I never even thought about a pair of pliers. I was like, grab a couple <laughs> of paper towels and a, car- and a grocery bag, pick the thing up, throw it in the bag, tie it shut, put it in the trash can outside. Treat it like dog poop. Yeah. Not that it's hard. not that big a deal. No. I didn't think it was either. You know what's a bigger deal? I just saw an animation of this today, so it's still on my mind. Uh, the giant fucking spiders from Australia, when, people, when they get in people's houses. Right. Yeah, yeah. But they're still alive, uh-huh. and they're on the ceiling, Yeah, and mm-hmm. they're like a foot in diameter, mm-hmm. and, and then they're they'll for have sure like, going to eat your face. They'll have like 10,000 babies on them. That, that's also a thing. Have you seen that? Yeah. There's a there's a large spider that carries all of its live babies on it, and when you try to hit it, they just explode everywhere. Nah, bro. Yeah. I've seen that video. Uh, There's always the video of the guy that's like trying to get it. He's got like some sort of like towel or something. Or he's got like a, a like a large bowl. Yeah, a bowl or something. He's trying to trap it to the ceiling and he misses, you know, and then it gets out. And then the camera always <laughs> like flies across the room like fuck everybody's running around. <laughs> I wanna move to Australia. Every no. time I'm like Australia would be rad, and then I see that video, I'm like, nah, nah, I don't know for sure. Uh, I take it back. I'm a big giant pussy. <laughs> I'm not going anywhere near that. I'm sure it's a pr- probably more of a problem in rural Australia. I may be lying to myself, but it's a good thought. We I th- we have you like one or two people that. over there. I think that live there that could tell us if there's giant spiders and shit. 
yeah. trying to eat your face at all times. So, anyway, what do you have a project update? I fixed my power steering pump. So is it I've quiet? Replaced it's quiet. It? Yeah, I replaced Sad I replaced day. it with a reman, which is what this one should have been. So I pulled it apart, and then the reman one that I bought, actually the reservoir was all cracked, which is really annoying. So I replaced the, that reservoir with my old one, only to find out that the upgraded filtration system that was supposed to be in it was a crushed check valve filter type thing. And I can only assume that the reason it was so shitty was because that thing was constricting or restricting a bunch of flow. So making would, weird that, noises. That would explain why I probably burned it up from the start. Um, and then I also bought a cooler, like a little radiator type thing. So even if it drops the temperature a little bit, it'd be nice to not have my power steering pump boiling when I do track days. I've never seen a power steering cooler. I suppose on. No, I don't know that I've ever seen that. No, I mean it was specifically called power steering, power steering cooler. cooler. I mean it was like twenty bucks. I mean even if it drops the temps a little, keeps it from boiling. Good. Every little bit helps. Yep. I mean that was. I mean that's all the time I had this last couple of weeks was. I was I'm able surprised to, you found yeah. that time. I was fighting, to, fighting snakes, <laughs> fighting and snakes, replacing the power and, steering. Uh, yeah, I was an hour here, an hour there. I was finally able to get a power steering pump that works. So now I'm not gonna have that supercharged sound. I actually, hear my exhaust over everything. Awesome. It was oh, very loud. And I ordered a round steering wheel. Hey, for drift Ooh. purposes. Oh, It was super cheap. I was like, you know what? I have a hundred dollar Amazon gift card, and I will buy that. I and some other tools. Super cheap steering wheels are kind of dangerous, actually. Well, I'm going right. to just drift with it. Yeah, it'll be fine. It's fine. Uh, yeah. I will use it for a grand total of probably 10 hours a year. I have a project update that I have not even told you guys yet because it makes me very, very sad. OMG. Wait, no, it's sad? It's super not good. Uh-oh. Damn it. The motor on the S10 finally let go. Oh, shit. Damn it. So I was driving home late, late uh, Monday night because I went with a friend to Cedar Falls to pick up his new autocross car, and uh, he dropped me back off at the shop. I made it about five or six blocks from my work, and uh, the motor made this god-awful clatter-clang noise, died, and that was the end of it. And now there's a large pool of antifreeze underneath it, and I don't know where it came from. I jacked the truck up last night. Crawled around underneath it, was not able to find where it's coming from successfully, but I think that I threw a rod. I think that she's jam it. She's done. There is still oil in it. That was my next question. <laughs> I that know. was my next question. I know, I checked. It was a little on the low side, but not not enough that it would have been an issue. I don't think you would have told us even if it was. No, I... Yeah, because <laughs> no, his, historically that's been something I hide. That's true. You don't hide. I, I appreciate don't give that. a shit. It's whatever. I appreciate it. So what else. now? Um, I found a guy on Craigslist. I was going to try and get time to call him today, but I've been running him 250 miles an hour the whole day. Uh, I was almost late for this even. Um, who is selling a running tutu that runs hot it's a very common problem to have a head gasket blow on those. He said, head gasket's for sure bad, bad maybe the head. I figure worst comes to worst, I'll buy another head gasket, put my head on it, on his short block, throw it back in the truck. I'm Good hoping, call. since it's a blown motor, technically, on Craigslist, I'm hoping it isn't more than $100 or $200, because I feel like that's, I think that's also all that it's worth. Yes. Yes. So I'll be pulling a motor out and putting in that in the S10 here. Some mad roadkill swapping stuff. Well, right now it's 
out on the road and it may just end up be there. I don't know. We'll see. I'm going to try and get it into It's well, on your road or it's on a road? Okay, so it died about <laughs> eight miles from my house. Yeah. Can't really push it that and far. I, yeah, I wasn't about to push it that far, and I don't really have easy access to a truck and trailer, and I really didn't want the abandoned car ticket. Yes. So I called one of my close friends and coworkers at 1030 at night, and he drove half an hour from where he lives to where the truck broke down, and we used one of those like small tie-down ratchet straps, and there was maybe five foot between me and the back of his truck, and he pulled oh, me no. all the way back. All the way again. to Nevada? But by the time he got there, I had been sitting in the truck with the flashers on and the radio on, not really thinking. So it was dead. And so it wasn't dead 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 but by the time we got to my house it was so dead i didn't have any headlights anymore so i couldn't use that to gauge the distance between me and him and so i'm driving down the road with my foot on the brake just trying to keep enough pressure to to not hit him hit him because we were close we took gravel the whole way because Eh. i was worried about you know a sheriff yeah probably a good idea a but, sheriff you know. stopped while I was still broken down and waiting, and he's, oh, you know, you all right? Yeah. Truck blew up. It's been kind of a long time coming thing. He's like, oh, no smoke or anything? Like, no, I think I threw a rod. He's like, okay, well, do you need anything? I was like, no, I just called a buddy. He's bringing a truck and trailer. We'll load it up and take it home. Ah, nice. All right, Wait, well, why? have a good night. You too. Don't come back, please. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't circle back around, please. See you tomorrow. So, yeah, that's why we took gravel. Oh, well, yeah, you did. Yeah, I mean, just to be out of everyone's way. It was midnight when we were doing it. Ooh. We were pretty well out yeah. of everyone's way anyway, so. But, yeah, yeah the truck is, is officially dead, which comes Dang in really extra bad timing because I started a new job with a hour commute instead of a 10-minute commute in a week. Dang. And now I have two broken vehicles. You have a busy weekend. And then, yeah. <laughs> well, it's it's not going to happen this I, weekend. I know. So, I don't know. Yeah. Like I said, serious roadkill shit. Welcome to my life. Taking <laughs> engines, putting engines on things, and the mildly good and- news slash sort of. I can't decide if this is good news or bad news, but I hadn't had time to order parts for the Omni, so. That's where the money's going? Yeah. So I don't know if that's good news because I didn't spend the money. So now hopefully I have money to buy the parts for the truck. Or if that's bad news because if I would have bought the parts for the Omni, at least I'd have a running vehicle. Interesting. Now I'm trying to decide. Should you fix the Omni? Should I just fix the Omni? That's a good question. I don't know. Because it's a lot easier and quicker path to solution. It is. I guess it depends on what it's going to cost. Yeah, I don't know. At the end of the day. So, that's my life. The internal struggle. Daily versus race car. Daily versus race car. Well, I'm not that far off of them being this one in the one same. One in the same. Point. Robbie, don't was... drink that. Damn it. Oh, damn it, Robbie. <laughs> oh, it's worse. It gets worse. It's warm now. It gets worse. It's been sitting out flat. Eh. It was better cold. <laughs> Oh, podcast war podcast <laughs> war alright we are wrapping up that let's um, wrap up that segment what do we got Robbie alright so the guys over at Siki Manufacturing wanted me to give a quick shout out um, which is pretty cool because I'm a huge fan of their stuff uh, Siki Manufacturing is having their an- first annual block party so if you're anywhere near Baltimore on October 28th you should head over to their uh, headquarters they're having a bunch of cool stuff 
Uh, CNC machine demos, raffle prizes, car show with prizes. So if you have a badass car, you need to bring it. Uh, special guests, but they haven't announced who it is yet. They have Umbrella Girls, so definitely check that yes. out. Food, drink, and they're going to do dino pulls, which is always fun. And then there's raffles, raffle prizes, uh, everything from their other sponsors and um, gift cards from themselves. Uh, Sicky Handbrake, which is something I want eventually. Yes. Um, so, yeah. Check it, it out. Baltimore. Ten, Baltimore. It is 6,600. Oh, man, I should have practiced. More of... Moravia Park Drive. Moravia? Moravia. 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 Spell it. M-O-R-A-V-I-A. Moravia. So 10 a.m. to 4 p.m., 6600 Moravia Park Drive, Baltimore, Maryland. If someone shows up with a 10 tenths t-shirt and we get a message from Siki, I'll do something really nice for you. I promise. Best day. I don't, I don't know what yet. He'll figure it out for we'll you. We'll figure it out after the fact. But if someone listening shows up in Baltimore to this block party and says, hey, I'm here because of 10 tents, I will, I'll do something. Tag it on Instagram. I'll do something really nice. Tag it on Instagram I'll be, or I'll Facebook. I'll be extremely generous, I promise. They do have a Facebook event, so if you're local, go find their Facebook event on Sicky Manufacturing. Yep, search. Uh, Facebook it's called page. the Sicky S-I-K-K-Y, block party. Word. Okay. All right, moving on. Now what's the thing we're supposed to do? <laughs> the topic this week, garages. Shops. Whatever. We finally all have our own. So Robbie can do whatever he wants, whenever he wants, however he wants, to his own garage. Oh, it's wonderful. Welcome to the club. Oh, it's great. Isn't it the best day? I love it. Yeah, I suppose you couldn't really like put anything on your walls or no, and I spent a modify long, anything. <laughs> I spent a long time when I moved out cleaning it because like when I was changing the transmission and stuff for the engine, I'd you know brace myself off the wall standing up or something. <laughs> so there's all sorts of like, greasy handprints on the wall. Nice. And, but they came right off, so we're good there. But yeah, so basically we're just going to talk about shop essentials and then like wish lists. Basically what I would love to see in my shop someday. Maybe not. Maybe I'd have to expand it to get all of this stuff in it and vehicles. But who knows? It never ends, Robbie. Oh, I know. There's it's n- too small already. You, can, you know that, right? You cannot have You got one car in it. It's no. too small. You need to build another building. Yeah, we'll start that off with the obvious thing. You need a garage. You need a garage. That's- and... uh so if you buy a house, I've been down this route. Whatever garage you're looking at, it's not wide enough. It's Let's tell you that right now. now. It's not wide enough. That's the killer. Because I had a two car garage in Ames. It was not wide enough. The other thing is is uh, start early training your realtor on the real definition of garage because the definition of the average realtor and you certainly not the same. It's like a storage shed. Nope. That you, they yeah, seem to think you, is a garage. Or you need to spend. A lot of time on uh, like Zillow. Zillow or Realtor by yourself, just searching for houses that are available. Uh, I'll break it down for you. On Zillow, you can search specifically <laughs> not for garages, but for keywords. So you can search for like three, three stall, three stall, or three car, or you know yeah, whatever. Three stall for. if you wanted attached to your Large house. Large garage. You need something bigger than that, though. Well, outbuilding or yeah. not everybody lives in Iowa, though, Rob. You got to remember true. that. That's or a again. mansion. James we, all, we don't all have an estate. Some people have budgets, Robbie, and they... <laughs> What's that like? <laughs> the tables have turned. I have... I have. We stole that house for what we paid for it, but whatever. We're not going to get into that. But anyways. So I have a... What three, else? I don't know. I was just going to say, I, was, I have a three-stall attached, and then a 30 by Jesus. 32... 30 by 32 shed. So next week, what we're going to be talking about is Robbie's next project car. Ooh, no, I, I, don't like any, I don't have any money because I bought like a this house instead. <laughs> that is the flip side. Don't buy so much house that you yeah. don't have uh, any money to work on any. Which is for I mean, that's legit. Don't don't do that. Yeah, for no, real. Th- think about it. Think about the taxes and insurance. Those are the things that. Frankly, I think you got to think about when if you I would have bought 
the maximum house that they said I should be able to afford, or that they would float me a yeah. loan for, yeah. I would be bankrupt. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You you could easily get yourself in trouble. They're like, oh, yeah, you could pay Still. that. Still. They... Well, I'm pretty sure when I looked for my house, the guy said, whatever you want. I said, no, 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 you don't understand. Not whatever I want. I'm like, do you tell people that? Like normal people, that that's a bad idea. Don't tell right? people that. That's why. I, yeah. Like, no, whatever you want. Just, you know, you're good. That's why we had what was called the housing crisis. Right. <laughs> so be smart. I understand we all want the biggest, the best. Yeah. You I mean, buy something within your budget. Taxes, insurance, and then your if it's your first house, or even if it's not your first house, you're probably going to have PMI, which... Yeah, because have your realtor or your banker calculate all that for you. Because all of a sudden, a house with a mortgage that's like five hundred dollars becomes a house with a mortgage that's nine hundred or a thousand. Like it really changes the price. If if you think you're budgeting enough, double it. Yeah, I think it's, it almost weird. almost half my monthly payment is escrow. Yeah, uh, yeah, Pretty escrow. Close to yep, it. yep. Pretty Between close insurance to and taxes. Yeah. Yep. Pretty close. Yeah, Yeah, 40% probably. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, just keep that in mind. That's just something something to keep in mind when you're looking. Um, Width is a big one for me. If the car fits in it. uh, That's what she said. I hope she didn't say that, if the car fits in it. Uh, (laughs) Length length is more obvious. Width is a big one, is what I was getting at. I think width is important because you don't notice it when you put the car in. You're like, oh, it fits. You know, lengthwise, I got space up here for a toolbox. That's the obvious one, right? But and the width is like you can't open the door. You can't yeah, open it or jack it up. You can't get you can't jack it up. That's the problem. You Word. can't get a jack in there, and then you can't get in there and actually work on anything because it's too narrow. Yep. So a two car garage needs to be like twenty four feet or wider. Yeah, for sure. Yep. Not twenty feet. Well, I remember looking, when I first started looking at some of the houses. We're like, yeah, you know, this has a great garage. You can work on it, and it's like, no, you can't. This is this is not set up to Can't be work on anything in. in here. This is a dirt floor. <laughs> yeah, it's, or it's not insulated. So yep. in, the, in the winter, you're totally up a creek here in Iowa. Obviously, I mean, if you're living in, I don't know, Georgia. You're yeah, really insulated, heat, insulated, and in, in a heat source of some kind. Yep. I mean, no. there's there's a lot of things you can do with heat sources. Yep. You can do, um, you know, propane heaters. I've got the the torpedo heater things. Torpedo heater, the the heater that I'm fascinated by, which is the dump anything in a heater. Yeah. Wine, I assume you could put in there. Whatever you want. I assume you probably could put wine in it. We have some wine that I this probably turned, you know, it's gone bad. down that vinegar path now, oh, or whatever it becomes it. afterwards. We what, should try. Oh, it. that is a YouTube video. What can you put in an anything heater? We've we've discussed this before, and I said, let me figure out what glow plugs we, cost first. Oh, that's right. Did we say YouTube video last time, or yeah. was it just let's screw around and put a bunch well, of stuff I don't in know, one? Well, whatever. Because I've definitely said before, I'm fascinated by the put yeah. anything in a heater. But I, I need to figure out what it t- costs to rebuild it before we start just pouring just any random flammable fluid well, in it. Well, when we get to 10 million views, it'll be fine. We'll just buy another one. Yeah, we'll one. buy you another yeah, one. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. So go subscribe to our YouTube channel. Yes, please. Watch very, our videos. Very professional segue. Like, give us the thumbs up. Um, subscribe. I have a wood-burning stove. Which is very old. How do you feel about that? I kind of like. Is that going to work? I think so. Okay. Pretty deep. I don't know how well it's got that a, will radiate. It's got a thermostat and a fan. Oh, it's like what a kind deal. Of fan? Yeah. Damn. It's got a. It's, it's got, got a fan. It's got, it's got like a blo- like a um, like a blower. Oh, to blow atta- out heat. attached to the back of it that blows oh. heat out these vents. Oh, that's weird. So then smoke obviously goes out the stack out the top, and then yep. it's got like a it's like an oven. So it's got things um, like vents around the oven. Interesting. That that blows air out, and then it's got a. Um, thermometer thing or whatever and it set, you can set a temperature and it runs until the room's at that temperature so here's a top tip for you 
Because you have a pretty tall ceiling, right? Yes. You're in like the 14 foot range. Uh, yeah, I don't know. 12, heavy, 14, yes. somewhere yeah, up there. You need to find like one of those squirrel cage fans to sit in the opposite corner of the room from where your wood burning stove is and just blow angled towards the ceiling. Oh, yeah. Because all that hot air is going to end up up there and that will circulate it back down again. Makes a huge difference. I'm not super concerned because I've talked to people that have had wood burning stoves. They said, "Oh yeah, you're gonna you're gonna have the burn yourself you're out. You're of gonna there. have the doors open." Right, but there's no reason to be inefficient about it. Yeah, if it's thermostat, put too much wood in it. No, if it's thermostated, it'll shut itself down when it gets warm, and and blowing that air back down will just mean it's gonna get there sooner. Yeah, so I'm actually kind of excited. I I assume it's not gonna make my shop really smoky smelling. So. Ooh, your car's going to smell like rich mahogany. Ooh. Because that's obviously the wood he'll be burning. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think that's all, that's all that's yeah, available. Yeah, I cut there. down all the it's mahogany trees. It's probably part trees. of the HOA. Yeah, it's like you can only burn mahogany or, or flamed maple. Or mesquite. Or mesquite, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can do mesquite. <laughs> Walnut, perhaps. So heat, uh, AC is not necessary. If I mean, that's just a luxury that I don't think you need. Oh, it's so good, though. It is so good, isn't it? Even at 80 degrees, it's nice. It's uh, uh, Robbie, it gets really fucking humid. Humid. It's not worth the money. Robbie's all anti-AC, though. I don't know why. He is very you, you anti-AC. N- you need heat. You don't need AC. You don't need AC. I mean, we don't, we don't, live, really we don't nice. live in the Caribbean. So nice, though. <laughs> it makes it so much better. There's a list of things that you need, and there's a list of things that you Want. are luxuries, I understand. Yeah. AC's towards the top. Of luxuries? Of the want list. The luxury list. Yeah, I, I would agree. And like I said, you don't have to run it at 70 degrees. You can run it at 80 and just knock the humidity off. And, oh, it's so yeah. much better. Yeah, yeah. it is a lot better. Sure. Just like sweating in your gloves and nastiness. Yeah. And then segueing off of that, uh, fire extinguishers. People don't really think about that. You have a lot of fire need, extinguishers. You need a fire extinguisher. You need, a fire, you need one in your house and you need one in your shop. Big ones. Carbon monoxide detectors, especially in a shop. Yes. Those are very important there. Here's another one for you. Don't throw used rags all in the same spot. That goes back to the fire extinguisher. Yeah, they self-combust. Those can combust. That's how we lost a pizza ranch in my hometown. Yep. Ah, fair enough. Attached to a movie theater. It was pretty sweet. That's weird. You could order a pizza and then go sit in the balcony and they'd bring it to you. Oh. I never did that, but I do remember seeing a big piece of slice just slapped up against the glass <laughs> when I went there one time. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> Sheldon. Yeah, nice, I know the really girl nice who place. forgot to empty the rag bin that night. Oh, so wow. Whoops. Whoops. That's a bad deal. Um, you can never have too much lighting. Word up. If you think you have enough lighting, you don't. Lighting is one of those funny things, especially mobile lighting. I despise trouble lights. Oh, I get that. I hate them. But they're so necessary. But they're always blinding me. They're either not providing enough light. Or they're right in my face and I can't see a fucking thing. And then nowadays you can get the LED bulbs and that makes life easier. But when I was a little kid and all you had was those burning hot halogen bulbs. My hand! God, I hated them so much. I only have have that on the farm. The only place that it it would light up what I needed it to light up would also be where I needed it to, to put my hand, which meant it was being burned. Yes. It was either doing it blind or getting burned. Forgot about about those days. I hated the it hot, so much. The hot trouble light, yeah. Totally and if you go out and buy a cheap trouble light, that's what you're going to end up with. Yeah, crap. But a lot of swap meets that you go to, there's always a guy selling these like ruggedized LED bulbs that you can buy from him that go into trouble lights. Get one of those for sure. 
definitely worth the it. The LED ones on a reel are getting really cheap. Yeah, that too. Probably get one of those it's on It's good Amazon to have one that plugs in. Like I have Extra, a couple yeah. I have a couple that are battery powered, but they always seem to be dead when I need them most. It's good to have one on a on a cord. I agree with that. Yep. Well, I remember when I was in the townhouse too, I was sitting there working and I got all I have are two lights above me. You can't and, really do much I, about it. I pulled the one out that was directly above the two forty and put a three hundred watt bulb in it. <laughs> that was bright enough. It it also doubles as a heater. That's true. How much heat was that putting off, Robbie? <laughs> a little bit. I have these giant like barn style ones that I bought at at a local like f- uh, farm market yep. uh, business that just ma- massive bulbs, but they work well and I, they throw off a little heat even. Well, that's what I noticed about my shop too is it's it's well lit, but it's not as lit as it should it, be. Yeah, it's not. Be. Lit. Are they way up? They're, yeah, they're all the ceiling, and they're. I mean, it's. I, I don't know the number off the top of my head. I'm sure I could count, but you know, say there's ten of them, and there should really be. You know, ten, but they have to be the long ones. Yeah, yeah. It's lit, but it's not lit. It's not. It's, it's not, not fire. Lit. It's not hash. Hundred, hundred. Yeah. Well, it will be fire. Well, in the oven. hopefully not though. The, the, got, that's what the fire fire contained. Contained. Hashtag controlled. Fire. Hashtag fire. <laughs> um, obviously, you would, at a minimum need a mechanic's worth of tools, like the the general set. Uh, what like a 200, oh, 200 piece yeah. set so they've got those craftsman mechanics we've talked about this yeah like a long, way, time, ago, a long time ago those mechanic sets from craftsman get the big one yeah the biggest one they sell yeah and it's, it's still really it. not that expensive no the, then like they come in bucks. a they come in a plastic toolbox put that in your wood burning stove yeah put that in your wood burning stove and then go to a swap meet and buy somebody's older but good shape good quality ball bearing ball bearing uh drawered tool chest that is infinitely better and actually reasonably priced. And you won't lose the sockets out of it. Uh, for some reason, uh, like Home Depot and Lowe's, like yeah. in the last five years, upped their toolbox game. Yeah, Cobalt. You can buy an amazing toolbox for like no money. Like I don't know how long they last. I don't know. They either. might last, you know. They're not snap-on. They might open and close ten times and then fall apart, they but may. they look really nice. They, they feel nice. Oh, yeah, already, maybe they fall apart. I already can feel my phone vibrating in my pocket with Josh telling me about the blasphemy we just committed by saying Cobalt if, makes nice tools. I, tool here's boxes. the deal. There is a massive difference between Snap-on and anybody that it's listening to this, what they're probably going to buy. The yeah. fact of the matter is, unless you are a like a professional, that's what you do every day. I don't really think that you need to be buying Snap-on. He's never coming back. Oh on my show. gosh! It's fine. Just wait. Wait to just burn a bridge. It's fine. Well, I'll go the other end of the spectrum. And no, I mean, understand most people don't go the path I went. I went to automotive school. I had a sick deal on a Snap-on box with a complete set recommended from the the college. Snap. Oh, okay. So I got a Snap-on box and a full craft, like not just your basic craftsman mechanics set. So I had like all the bells and whistles. So I mean, I have like the best box I could get. If you could swing it, great. Yeah, if, I mean, if but you can do it, awesome. Get Snap On. I I love my Snap On box. It's gonna last me my entire life. Your dad bought was buying a lot of those like Snap On tools and stuff on eBay and things. Yeah, like he that, bought a bunch he? of Snap On stuff on eBay, and even the stuff that was like old and used. Old, you can get you can find the Snap On guy locally, and he'll sell you the replacement parts. Like if you need to replace the ratchet insides mechanism. 
Oh, those snap-on ratchets, so dude, for real. They're like, so if you want to spend money on something, there's so little like yeah. range of motion. It's, oh, it's so good. I can't remember how many. There's uh, a reason it costs clicks. So much, it is, it's, but it's like it's like eighy or something. It's so it's, good because seriously, you get those. So if you buy that Craftsman set, you're gonna get ratchets that have a lifetime warranty. But I've broken a whole bunch of oh, those, yeah. and they replace them. But they suck. I mean, you don't get you yeah, know as far as range of motion before it clicks. You know the gear clicks. Yeah. it's a long ways. Snap seriously, if you want to spend money on something, ratchets. snap on ratchets. Ratchets, I'll agree Ooh, with. Oh boy. Ooh, but then boy. like so I was talking to Josh about this because our friend Josh Fettis, he works for Snap On now. Uh and he was telling me that like, you know, you look at a wrench, you you just kind of think, oh, a wrench is a wrench, right? Apparently there's like huge feature lists when you're going through Snap On's sales uh flyer thing you promotion know, like, deal. Yeah, when you're learning how to be a sales guy for Snap-on tools, there's like a dozen, 15 features on a wrench. Oh, yeah. Like about, you know, how how far angled the closed-end wrench part of it is and, and how certain parts of it are contoured to fit your hand and all these little things that you don't think about until you use them. Ergonomics. They all make sense. One thing that I say is absolutely worth the money even more than getting a really nice ratchet. It's the swiveling head ratcheting wrenches. Oh, the gear wrenches? The gear wrenches. Those are worth their weight in gold when you're working. Cause I use those all the time. Oh, constantly. So I'd, I'd say, if, like when we went to Wild Ways, I got that one set for 30 Oh, that was the best investment I've had. I've done for $30. Yeah, so, ratcheting wrenches are, uh, wrenches are the bomb. And the swiveling head ones are even better. Yes, actually, those are... Lifesavers. Yes, because I had the... Straight head ones, and then I ended up getting the swivel head ones because yep, it does make a weirdly big difference. I have sets of both. Yep. It's nice to have both because sometimes that swivel headed one's a little too floppy and annoying. Unless you buy a really expensive one, like the snap on one. Right. Then it'll I'm be sure perfect. It's, 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 it, it'll spot be perfect. On. And then if it's Don not, fleet. just ask Josh. They will knows. take care of it yep. for you. Um, a good Jack and Jack stands. We've talked about that before. I mean, spend I, money on your jack. I'm still pissed about that jack that I frankly had, that I talked about last time. I, I can't get over how amazingly good my Harbor Freight one the is. The Pittsburgh one, for the, real. The, the, I have the a, aluminum. It's still working. One. Oh, oh, that that yes. I have the a Harbor Freight aluminum one. Yeah, that one's weirdly good. I could. Well, I have one that's uh, it's the low profile, long reach. Yep. And I'm really glad I bought that one when I bought it because I wouldn't be able to lift my S10 if I didn't. But it's so good. It's a great jack, and it was. Reasonably priced, and I use it regularly, and it hasn't failed me yet. So, yep. haven't had any problems with the aluminum ones. Um, a workbench. I, I'm using my toolbox as a workbench when I was in the townhouse. I built myself a workbench the, literally the first weekend I was at home. Um, I, I just had a piece of wood that made perfect sense. Or I guess not wood, countertop. It was a used oh, piece yeah, of yeah. countertop yep. that he left behind. I'm like, there you go. here's my workbench. There Screw you go. it to the wall. Yep. Put some legs on it. Uh, talk about heaters. Shelves and storage. I have a couple things about shelves and storage. Go on. So, uh, you need, you wouldn't think this, but don't just go out and buy shelves. No. You need cabinets. Oh, I don't have cabinets. For your small stuff, and a good place to find cabinets, once again, swap meets. meets. Or Craigslist. Or Craigslist. You go and find old, like, AC Delco branded cabinets and stuff like that to keep your small stuff. Because a cabinet is much easier to wipe off than a bunch of shit sitting on a shelf. It's true. So when you've made a whole bunch of dust and dirt and grime in your shop and now you want to clean it up, it's going to be a lot faster to wipe a a cabinet off than to 
try and clean a whole bunch of little uh, boxes on a shelf. This guy. Yeah, he's the guy. <laughs> this thinker. Yeah. Yeah, see, all I, I have are those really industrial-sized two Obviously, by four you're going to need those. Plywood. Like, not yeah, everything nice. fits in those little cabinets, but, like, your random bolts and, you know, O-rings and cotter pins and random shit and maybe small parts, spark plugs, yep. oil filters, you know, liquids, all that stuff. Try and get cabinets for them. Yes. And if you and if you are on a tight budget and you're like, man, I need I need some extra space. I need to put some storage together. Get a get a bunch of two by fours and some plywood. It'll cost you nothing, and you can have everything you want. An eight foot long two by four is like three dollars. Yeah, it's like it's less unbelievable. Than five. It's three thirty, I think. Yeah, but bro, it's not actually two inches by four inches. So who cares? <laughs> We're not so going down this I, I road. I don't remember who I was talking to, but that. That fact blew their mind. They didn't oh, realize really? that that was a thing. It's an industry standard. It's, an, it's been that way for a million years. They better sign up for that class action lawsuit then. I was going to say, somebody's <laughs> suing people for it. Somebody's suing, I think, Lowe's and Home Depot yeah. for yeah. it. I think maybe Menards was in on it too. Probably. I can't remember. People, like, there were a whole bunch of people suing yep. these random places because they went and bought two by fours and they came home and they measured out an inch and a half by three and a half inches. Because that's the industry standard. It's been that way since like 1910. If I have to start calling them inch and a half by three and a half, so I'm gonna I'm gonna beat somebody with an inch and a half by three and a half. It's gonna continue to be a two by four. I don't care. Doesn't matter. Um, a radio. Radios are important. Swap meets. Yeah, swap meet or Craigslist. Get get something, dude. You can get like those old ten year. That's what I've got. Those ten year old like CD changer radios. They have nothing. Yeah, like they sound fine. The old boom boxes. Yeah, they're yeah. Or like, well, like, I was thinking the ones with the the separate speakers. Remember, yep. people used to spend like three, four hundred dollars on these really stupid looking stereos, like the like JVC what, Kaboom box. I mean, I know that's high end stuff, but you know, those little they used to do, yeah, little bookshelf. Yeah, there was the like bookshelf side by sides. They work really well in a shop nowadays. They work perfect. In you a want to know where you can get a really cheap one? Get somebody that had a surround sound system with a Blu-ray player or DVD player, and had the DVD player go out on them. The radio still works. The speakers still work. You can get that for nothing. True. That's Craigslist. a good one. Yep. Uh, extension cords. Yep. It feels like a, that's a no-brainer. You're going to I got want. one on a reel. That's a uh, Oh, like, that's the, a like the Yeah, like the ones that ratchet back up. If yep. you have an air compressor, those are those are the bee's knees for that as for well. For the hoses? Yeah. Yep. That's that's on my want list is an air compressor, like a really good big so we, Yeah. You have 220 in there? Yeah. Oh. Like two two outlets. I'm super jealous. When you're getting oh, ready to drop some outlets. I have three outlets. When you're getting ready to drop some straight up coin, uh two stage. Yep. So here's the here's the thing you need to consider with air compressors. In my mind, unless you're inflating tires, don't spend a little bit of money. You you need to spend a lot of money. Be prepared for like real money, fifteen hundred dollars. Yeah, because you can't run air tools off. I mean, maybe the maybe the efficiencies of them has come down. Here's the thing you need to look at. There's a a CFM rating on the compressors, and it, it gives it to you in like two different. Uh, PSIs. PSI is not the number you're looking for. CFM no, is the number CFM. you're looking so for. So you need to look at the CFM provided, and it's usually at like 70 and then 90 or something like that. And then you need to look at what tools you're going to run on it and what they require. That's the problem is people will buy like a single stage, you know, whatever, Craftsman, you know, uh, I don't even know how many gallon it would be, like 60 gallon or something air compressor, maybe smaller than, you know, 40 like gallon, 30, 20 yeah, gallon. gallon. Yeah, and it just... It cannot provide enough CFM, and then it can't keep up. And then once it can't keep up, you're screwed. Yep. So 
Air tools is a big investment if you're going to do it. When you don't have a big enough air compressor, you rapidly quit using it for... Right, because it's just so much of a pain in the ass. You know, I can not. I can run them off with a ratchet faster than I can with my imp, my air impact, and at that point, for most people, what's the point? Battery powered like Milwaukee or Dewalt, so annoyingly expensive. Black and Black and Decker, their twenty volt uh, lithium battery power yeah. drills, shockingly good value. They're just an off branded Dewalt. Yeah, I mean, it, I, I I bought mine for like I think it's like forty bucks, and it's is it ba- it's, it's battery powered though? Yeah, twenty volt oh. lithium. It's for forty dollars. What do you a, care when, yeah, when you're done with it or the battery dies in it? Just let's get another one. Uh, they do ridiculous discount prices on those on Black Friday. Yes, like crazy there's discounts a, on a that sort of stuff for you. Yeah, I've got the old generation Milwaukee stuff, which is great, and it will probably never die. And the battery, you can have the batteries repacked, which I've done. Interstate will do it. Inter, yeah, Interstate, Interstate did battery. like three of my batteries yeah. works works great. So I guess if you're on a budget and you find some of that stuff on Craigslist because a contractor's getting rid of it, you know, uh, uh, whoever they are, a uh, mechanic or a plumber or whatever, they're getting rid of that stuff because they're buying the new style of batteries, uh, that could be a good deal, knowing that you can have the batteries you re- want one, replaced. hit me up. I got some 18-volt stuff I can sell you. Boom, there you go. Milwaukee? <laughs> uh, no, DeWalt. Oh. oh. I like DeWalt. But that would be, so if you're thinking about impact and stuff like that, air impact, unless you want to drop some... Real for money. sure, for sure, money. Yeah, look at some battery powered stuff. That's I know you can't do body work and stuff with that. Not really. I mean, you can get some electric power. It's not the same sanders and stuff, but it's just yep. body works like a whole. That's another deal. Game, a whole other. You gotta. It's it a whole other takes, set of tools. It it's, is, it, and, and it's you definitely need the most and expensive skills. techniques and skills oh. and sandpaper and buff. You know these pads for this a and this bit, for that. It's more of an art. It is an art. Not, it's hard, man. I don't. I've done it. I painted the Camaro. I. It had rust holes in it. I did the whole thing. It took a long, long time. I mean, if you're patient with it, you can do it. Uh, yep. you, can, you can do it. There's no doubt that you can do it. It's and just, it's rewarding. It is rewarding, but just it's it not. It's it's not it's cheap. Not for the barrier, to, yeah, it's not for everybody. It's not for me. I'll do minor stuff, but I don't really like doing it. I like doing it's it. It's not very much fun for me. Go make a friend. <laughs> make a friend that is not a make mechanic a, but a body guy. Make a friend who's a body guy but doesn't know a fucking thing about what's up. going on underneath the hood. Yeah, that's where it's at, dude. Or, or like he doesn't like that stuff. The good old-fashioned barter system. Yep. Or just have, get a friend like Josh and just convince him to build a car with you in the garage. Be like, hey, what are you doing all winter? Let's go build a car. Perfect. And teach me how to do body work. Yeah. Um, A Dremel. Dremel's a good one. Dremel's awesome. I'm really glad I have that. I've used that countless times. I think I have two of them. I don't know why. Probably don't need that. Well, I think one of them's a really cheap, shitty one, and then I had to go and buy the real one. Oh. Yeah. One you got the deals. knockoff Dremel? So now I have two. Dremel. I used my Dremel mostly for modifying Nerf guns, but oh, hey, <laughs> whatever. If it I takes use- a different level of Dremel to modify. That's a, that's a rabbit hole I am embarrassed to say I went really, really far down. I don't, embarrassed? I mean, you kind of weaponized some Nerf guns. Oh, I, that they, were big, like, that's, that's, they were like full-on weapons grade. That's kind of rad. I mean... I still have a bunch. I know. You had one in your house one time. It was uh I got like 10 powerful. of them in my house. Well, I have to hide my kid. He has an arsenal. Yeah. Well, I know he's got the lock of the storage. If unit. we ever get invaded by aliens who are deathly allergic to foam, I'm set. <laughs> <laughs> one can hope. You just don't know. You don't know with aliens. <laughs> Jeez. 
flat earth. You just bro. don't know. Yeah, you, you just don't, don't, you know. don't know, man. You don't you even don't, know. What you, you don't, don't even know. know, bro. <laughs> They're watching us right now. What is the government hiding from us? Maybe that's why Roswell, they- New Mexico, Robbie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sorry. Maybe that's why they're not here. They're like, fuck, that kid's got so He's much fun. So many... We're not going anywhere near Iowa for sure. Have you seen that dude? Oh, okay. All right, anyway, that's Anyways. a weird rabbit hole. What else <laughs> yep. you got there? Uh, like, he kind of touched on it, but yeah, never throw away nuts and bolts. Like, just throw them in a bucket. Cause oh, you no. I have a like a box just full of spare nuts and bolts that I've, I saved everything from when I threw away the KA and just I kept all the bolts and got rid of the like the scrap metal. And then like with all the swaps I've done, I've, I've kept everything that I've had. So I got a huge box. I'm like, oh, shit, I need whatever bolts. I'm like, ha that'll work. Bro, how much fun is it having a uh, U.S. engine in a Japanese car? <laughs> how much does that suck? Thankfully, they're mostly metric it's, nowadays. Yeah, but for his motor, at least. Random shit is Never like, in my life have I used a 15 millimeter as many times what? as I did on the LS1. 15 millimeter, really? Yeah. For was, what? All sorts of stuff. Really, I can't think off the top of my head now, but like I was surprised at how like I, I never grabbed a fifteen. Millimeter. But then like if so, like, when I was putting the LS, I'm like, okay, I need a fifteen. You can tell the LT one is a transition motor because there's like a whole bunch of different sizes. Yeah, my it's Omni's all over the that place. Way. My Omni US. was clearly a tra- uh, transition year because the whole car is a mishmash of standard and imperial. GM was really bad about that, just in general. But or imperial and metric, mix it up. Yeah, get wild. Dodge was not any better, apparently. American car companies. What can you do? What else you got there? Uh, this is the last one before we really get into like the wants. Uh, a welder. That's on my want list still. It's definitely on my want list. Although I have, like three, need. I have three-fourths of one. Yeah, you're almost there. So What are you missing? Uh, it just needs a bottle and a ground. And a 220 yeah. plug-in. No, it's no, a 110 welder. Oh, Okay. I wouldn't recommend doing anything like crazy thick no. or structural, but like if you're it'll tack things together. You could you could tack a cage in and then take it somewhere to have it finished. There you go. Or something like that. Tack up some exhaust. I was gonna tack some extra bars into mine, uh, because the rules have changed since that car was built, and now I could have a few more structural bars, and so I was gonna tack them into place and then take it to somebody to have them finish welding them all the way around properly. That was why I have it. Oh, nice. I've never actually used it for any of those sort of things. I think mine's a Miller 140, for whatever that's worth. Mine's some, like, Harbor Freight off-brand thing that my dad had in his swap meet trailer. Here, just it's whatever. It. If it, but he says <laughs> MIG, he's, MIG welders. He MIG, says yeah, it's done yeah. really... Yeah, they're MIGs. They're not TIGs. I'm not... I wish. Money I'll stick, Robbie God, over there. God, yeah, no, Robbie, take away. money. I don't have any TIG money. I've got <laughs> house money. Yeah, it's gone. The, the house money is gone. Stop trying to play it off, Robbie. Just embrace it. It's your turn, Robbie. It's your turn. Yeah. It needs to be somebody else's turn. Not as that much, I really care, but it, it should be somebody else's As much turn. as I don't want to bring this up, not a <laughs> single person did anything with fancy water to me this week. Aw. I'm really disappointed in we, everybody. We kind of like, because you started it, and I was like, no, no, don't, nah, don't nah, do not bring it back. And then you didn't like finish it, so... That's really disappointing, you guys. Fancy water. That's cool. Whatever. I thought we started the group to be friends, but nah, that's cool. Whatever you guys want to do. Apparently, it's just to make fun of Michael and his tire problems. Which is fine. Still. (laughs) Still going somehow. Uh, Also, an engine hoist and engine stand. Like, if you're going to be doing swaps like we recommend, you're going to want that. Find a friend. I have like three engine stands. What do you need a friend for? I don't know why. There's a lot of people I know that don't have them, but they got one friend. Like, you know, how how often are you pulling engines? I have oh. three of them. 
because I'll have a friend who pulls one and they're like, I'm never going to use this again. I need it out of my garage. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll wait, how many it. do you have? I think I have, I have at least two, if not three. Can I buy one? You can have one. Don't. How about oh, that? Oh, that's so nice. That's, Don't you have one? No, I borrowed it. Are you kidding Set, me? Really? What, why are you no. giving me shit for saying borrowed? An engine stand, <laughs> not an engine hoist. Oh, an engine yeah, yeah. stand. No, I got a stand. The hoist that you borrowed is now mine too. I knew that. But I I'm, thought you had multiple hoists. I'm not hoists. freeing that up. No, no, no. You need. I need that. it He's to pull a need motor. It. He needs yeah. it right now. The timing is right. It has not arrived at my house yet, but you might need two of those stands. You can borrow. Well, you can borrow my so stand. I was supposed. To, I have a spare Dodge motor that I was going to put on there, and then I'm just like, why? Why would I put this on a stand? I'm not going to do yeah. that. Because I almost killed myself once with a motor on a stand, and I'm a little leery of them now. Did you have a shitty stand? No, but 12-year-old me was not... Oh, hanging on it? Was not real good with wheel angles. Whoops. And I just Crashed about... It. Well, I was trying to... I don't remember what I was trying to do, but I, I feel like it was a Top big block Pontiac, and I just about put it <laughs> on Weighed my... about 900 pounds. Yeah, I just about put it on my leg. Yeah, that would, that would hurt. It might not have been... I know it was a Pontiac. I don't remember what. We'll assume it's big in V8. Yeah. Yeah. So now I'm kind of scared of them. It's a healthy. Some of them, some of them are sketchy. Respect though. your. You want one with like stuff like that. You want one with the four legs spread out. They got like the, if three you have, the three leg ones. The three leg ones. City. That's all I have. Those is three leg ones. Those tip over themselves real easy. Yeah, they don't. Too, you don't too even easy, need an engine easy, on them. Just tip over. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they just come out. And They're just like run. three wheelers. They don't make it. those anymore for a reason. Yes. It's Actually, worth, it's worth the extra twenty dollars to get the one that's the spread out. One. Yeah. Uh, a friend yeah. of mine had three wheeler. I'm like, nah, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like a lot of fun. Nah, but I'm so good, is man. living. They go, they go around corners on two wheels all the time. Yeah. Like it's no big deal. Yeah. Nah, 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 it's a hard pass for me, bro. You can do that if you want to, though. There were I a like bunch of neck. There were like a bunch of Honda Odysseys at Greenfield Swap Meet this weekend, and every time we walk by one, my dad is trying to get me to buy one. <laughs> I'm just like, I don't, why? I don't want this. He's apparently he had one when he was like. 20 and he said he's never had more fun in any motorized thing than when he oh had not the minivan no yeah, you no, said odyssey the, it is an odyssey oh they changed, they honda changed. odyssey used to be like this little single seater off wheel or off-road mini bike no they're a, they're a four-seater apparently i should have taken a picture of one i yeah. apologize i didn't I know, know what, what this is i thought you're talking about a minivan but no they're like this little off-road four-seater or a single seater four-wheeled honda that you can just like take up like you know through sand pits and sand dunes oh. and off road trails. Well, if it's or, got four wheels on it, I mean, like a yeah. I mean, but if I'm gonna buy one of those, I want it to have two seats, like Fair. a like a razor kind. Because I have a child, and I so I want to like big. take. Okay, yeah, it's yeah, kind of like an early razor, but single seater, and probably not a thousand cc's. Yeah, no, because okay. it's old, so yeah, it's yeah, probably yeah. like you know 50. three to five. They're decently quick. They use hand gas instead of foot gas. Oh, that's a good way to die. Because apparently when, no, apparently when you have foot gas and you're in something like that that's so rough, you're in and out of the throttle all the time when you're hitting bumps. And if you can squeeze it, because it's like a motorbike steering, not, Man, not a steering wheel. Maybe this is a death machine. Yeah, it sounds like it. Wow, oh, they're sweet. They're really cool. They're like $1,000. Are you looking it up now? Really? And they're not crazy out of line. I'm only going to find... Yeah, you're gonna find Maybe a bunch you're of pictures really of minivans. To find I don't, and I feel like you for. type in off-road Odyssey, and that probably won't help. Somebody you know? will have a picture of their minivan. Oh, I found them. Okay, creek. we're good. Yeah, it's, it's just like a souped-up go kart. Can you show yeah, them they're, real quick they're like a like a 
one and a half scale go kart. Oh, that is kind of cool. Yeah. I'd, I'd rock that. Yeah, it's got a roll cage. Nah, yeah, they've got cages fine, and stuff. Fine. They're actually like that'd be safe. legit. I'd do that. I would much rather have foot control on that. That's like like because you're yeah. You could convert it though. I mean, if you yeah, want to get that buck wild, you could do whatever you want. Yeah. Anyways, we can that sand rail was still there. Still for sale. Not surprised. <laughs> right? I, I was surprised at how many things I saw last year that were here Still this there. year. At Green They've been dragging it around the freaking Midwest, too. Well, I, the question is, do they have they gone to any others? True, yeah, you don't know for sure. You don't know. Some of those guys do just drag shit around all year long. That's all they do. Well, I, my dad is, you know, we used to drag stuff all over the place, but it wasn't sand rails on car trailers. You know, True. you'd have but, like you'd have like a, a set of fenders you couldn't sell for a couple of years or something like that. Some of those guys are like homeless is a little strong, but I mean homeless. You know what I mean? Single, <laughs> for sure, single. Yeah, that's kind of sums it up. Yeah, yeah, let's move on. All right, so we'll get back to the shops. Um, another super want that I have is a vehicle lift, like a hoist. Yeah, I, mean, I think that finding those on a on an estate auction is the move. Yep, and they're not. I mean, even new, they're not that expensive. They're, they're I mean, surprising. They're, they're really not that bad for what they are. It's not that bad. I mean, two grand goes a long way. Yeah, yeah, and there I'm are not, different there that, are different I'm, levels I'm not, of vehicle yeah. hoist too. Yeah, I'm not saying that's like oh yeah two grand. Yeah, they're kind of like I mean, tools. There's the snap on and and the cobalt of yeah, but, and but then there's also those ones that are drive just, on type. You drive on and they only go up like you don't want that three feet. Yeah, that's like for vehicle alignments and stuff. They, that's what they did with, with my exhaust. They they had the drive on type. Oh, you're talking about a four post. I'm yes. talking about those like floor garage lift things. Oh, like the really cheap. Josh has one. Yeah, yeah. Well, not really cheap. Yeah, I can't like, remember what those are called. They they claim that those are mobile. Yep. It's like a you motorcycle could, lift. You could take it to the racetrack with you. Whew, and I was talking to Josh Jones about that. And he said, like, you know, if you were like, like, I think if you were going to grid life where you're there for a weekend, it might be justifiable. But loading it up to take it down to ma'am for Sunday fun day, don't waste your time. No. By the time you get it set up and get the car up in the air, you could have just ran around it with a jack and changed all four wheels. Well, plus those, you still got to do it with the wheels on, don't you? Yeah. So yeah, that, that's not buying drive, you, a you drive lot. over and it lifts it a few feet. Right, yeah. but by the time you've gotten it set up and ready to lift the car and got the car in the air, you could have had the tires changed already with a jack. Yeah. So there's two, por- two posts, four posts. When they did your exhaust, they had a four post lift, which yep. you drive on. Yep. It lifts the whole shebang. The two right. post lift has arms on it. You got to position them on the frame or something structural. I think that's, that's the, the go-to. Yeah, that's the first the, one you should get if you're going to get two. Yeah, and the four post really makes things a lot of, not really accessible. I think most people that personally own a four post either bought the wrong one not knowing any better or use it for storage. Yeah. Yes. They'll put a car on it, lift it up, and put another car underneath it. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's cheaper than adding on, which some people can't. Right. But yeah, eventually I'd love to have a lift now that I have the facilities that can handle it. Um, internet with a laptop for factory yes. service manuals, how-to articles, YouTube, and of course, 1010's podcast. 1010's podcast for sure, which Look you can that. get to on YouTube. Hashtag marketing. Or you can get to on, uh, you can actually access Google podcast. Play from your internet browser. Yes. So you could do that as well. You can have iTunes on your computer. You can go to Shout Engine. You could directly go to Shout Engine. That's a great way to get to it, too. Very uh, easy. Show notes on our webpage. You could go have, to just the webpage. Have the player 
and the YouTube embedded. In case you didn't know, 1010spodcast.com. Yes. Man, this is a very professional show. Well done. You could, while you're there, you could buy a shirt. You could buy a shirt oh, at the please store. Please buy a shirt. It'd make Robbie very happy. Wear it to the sickie yeah. open house. There you go. Anyways, but yeah, when I was doing the either the engine swap or the engine's rebuild, having a laptop that isn't your everyday laptop that you don't really care about, that you got, you know, literally all it does is internet. Having how-to articles on that or the internet is so helpful. Do you do anything else with a laptop? Yeah. Besides school, internet? School. That's internet. MATLAB. Programming. I don't know. I, mean, it is. <laughs> I edit the show on my laptop, uh, but yeah. that's about it. You could... Um, Solid you could words. get a Chromebook. Yeah. Those or, are cheap. Like when my Acer went, like when I was supposed to go to Windows 10 and then it ended up corrupting the whole thing and then I had to go buy this HP. When I was able to get the Acer fixed, that turned into my shop laptop. So then now if I get grease on it or if it gets whatever, it's not a big deal. I have another one. But obviously people can't really go out and buy laptops. Craigslist. 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 Or I think if you go to like, what's that... Ten thousand monkeys. What's that called? Six hundred nah, monkeys. No, don't go to those. No, guys. they're very expensive. Oh, are they the used Stay ones? Away from six hundred monkeys. Some of those I, places have some of those. Some of those places have formatted ones that are like a hundred dollars. Oh yeah, if you can get a really cheap laptop that just does the like bare yeah, essentials, just that's all you need up for Google the, Chrome. Basically, yeah. I'm pretty sure they do that. Oh. Maybe I'm not. They're that, maybe not them. But if you have a computer repair place in your town, pawn shops have them for pa- cheap. Or pawn shops. Pawn shops Sometimes you can get a formatted laptop. I don't buy like anything that. from pawn shops. Because when is I, the last I feel time like you were in a pawn shop? I go oh, wow. into them every once in a while, and then I remember why I never go into them. I constantly go into them. Really? That's a good place to find watches for cheap. You can find watches there. See, I feel like every time I go to a pawn shop, it's just like used things for basically new prices. There is that. Well, you got to find the right one. There was one place that I bought. the. It was Call of Duty Black Ops on a PlayStation 3. Like Three weeks after it came out, I got it for $10 because somebody must have I don't know if they bought it, stole it, or whatever, and then brought it there. And I'm like, oh, this is brand new. Okay. So I mean, I used you, to buy, you, can, you can find stuff there. I used to buy uh, stereo equipment. So a lot of like the, what is now considered flea market trash stereo brands. Yes. Back in the day, they made really good equipment, and nobody seems to know that. And so you could go to a pawn shop and find one of those really nice amplifiers from way back in the day and then throw it on eBay and make some money on it. Yep. I used to do that, but I don't really mess with that anymore. Yeah, tools. You'll see a lot of tools there, too. I just feel like they want too much for their... They usually want a lot for tools. Well, that, I'd rather go to an auction is, or a swap meet. Yeah, absolutely. You'll get better prices there. But like yeah. in pawn shops, too, you they expect you to haggle, and I, I don't like that. Like When I'm at a store, I, you know, that's the price. Just Just give me a fair deal. Not a haggler, Rebby. No, especially ah, it's, well, come on. Well, I then love I, it. Especially on something like that. Like, say I'm haggling over. If, we'll just throw a number out, like a fifty dollar drill. And now we're gonna be like, I'm like, oh, I'll give you a forty. Oh, I can't do. It. Fuck it, just take fifty. I don't care. <laughs> I'm not gonna <laughs> haggle. Doesn't have that patience. I'm not gonna haggle over ten dollars. That's usually what it comes down to. It's not worth your time over ten dollars. Yep. No. Anyways, uh, we'll kind of wrap through the last little bit. Um, my shop has an exhaust fan, and I think that's awesome. So, like, starting my car up to make sure my power steering pump works. It hadn't started in a few weeks. It smelled like gas pretty bad. And because I was facing the wrong direction, so I was just going into the back of the shop. Turn the exhaust fan on. Get it out. Which would be really nice in the winter, so I'll have to open my garage door. Um, obviously, that's not really essential, but it's a want. Uh, one thing I would like eventually is some sort of, like, a curtain so I could section my place off 
so I can do paint things when I have my really awesome air compressor. This is way down the yeah. line. Yeah. There, I, I've done the shop paint job. Yep. It can be done. It can. It sucks. It's a pain. It's I think there. I think if you talk to a guy that actually shoots a lot of paint, like the guy that like has it. the uh, very sparkly green um, AE86 from yep. Kansas City. Uh, is that Dan? I can't, I can't remember. remember. I think that's Somebody right. tell me what his name is. I'm uh, sure it's Dan. Flake is life, I think, is his Instagram. <laughs> you should follow him because he does have a rad car. Anyway, I've seen him shoot in like a, like a, uh, not a paint booth, put it yep. that way. Yep. And he's probably got a method down for doing it because he shot somebody else's car. Somebody like that could be an asset to you if you want to do that type of stuff. Because yep. I saw I, him like putting sheets of plastic down. I mean, he had a method. Yeah, you want to keep the dust away. And you, again, right. having the exhaust fan would be essential there. You'd be surprised how much dust is in a, in a place that is clean. That's yep. where All of a sudden it comes out cabinets of come in handy. Yep. Comes out of freaking nowhere. Well, then if you have a curtain like that too, then you're going to need to like triple your lighting because your paint's not going to turn out for shit if you can't see it. Yeah, you need way, way more lighting than you think you need for paint too. Yep. Paint. Do you have a floor drain? No. Bummer. I don't think you're thinking you could wash in there. It's nice to have a floor drain in there. You can wash cars off or whatever in there. It's a little bit more controlled. Yeah. I like that. Or if you Especially get water. It's cold. Yeah, it's cold out. Sometimes, you know, here we get weird weather and, you know, even with the best door seals in the world, sometimes water gets under them. Yeah. Shit I, happens. I don't have that. It's probably nowhere well, and to drain it. It's really nice to just be able to hose your floor down. Oh, yeah, yeah. Instead of directing it out the door, it's kind of nice to be able to direct not, it to the floor. Not drain. in your driveway. Yeah. That's yeah. gravel. Yeah. 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 No, I get that. Um, uh, bench grinder would be nice. Bench grinder is very nice. Um, bench vice. Bench vice. Oh, that's, that's, that was all, expensive. Yeah, where's yeah, oddly expensive. We talked about that before. They are ridiculously expensive for yep. something that I'm sure is cast in China. Yep, I skipped over that. Sorry, that was an essential bench vice. Word up. Yeah, I would agree with that. Sorry about that. Um, the last few are like a, so a fridge and a couch. Fridge is nice. Fridges are awesome. Yep. Uh, parts cleaner would be awesome. Again. Parts cleaner is nice, which you can do in a five gallon bucket. Those are, yeah, uh, you can get like ones with pumps. Yep, and and trays and a and a tub for a very reasonable price at like Tyson's here in t- town. Yeah, I've almost bought one like multiple times because I knew I was going to want it. Yeah, Harbor Freight has those and sandblast cabinets. I mean, I'm not saying they're great. I don't by know any that means. I'd want a sandblast cabinet from Harbor Freight. I've used one. It's yeah, a, it's okay. It's not. I mean, it's not as good as like a me. really good one. But that scares me. For you, get, some you get what you pay for. Why does it Velocity. Well, don't point. Well, it that's at your that's face. A, that's the thing. It's cheap, so it doesn't come out as as good of a velocity as the expensive one. Which again, if you have a sandblast cabinet, you need a fuck of a compressor to make that thing. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Oof, duh. That's a lot of air to make that work. But it, it is very nice if you're working on something old to throw stuff in the sandblast cabinet. And uh, rock tumblers work well for. Bolts and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a mill or lathe was on the dream list. Ooh, that's that's when you get a little wild. Really big shop, getting buck wild, grabbing space to yep. waste. Yeah, I'd love to have them. Uh, yeah, speaking of which, uh, French wheel, English wheel, English wheel. Thank you. Stuff like that. You know, just, yep. English wheel would be pretty awesome. You can make one out of those big bearings. It wouldn't be as great as just buying one, but Eastwood. Yep. Ah, uh, Eastwood. Eastwood. Like I the get that catalog. Soothing. I get that catalog now. Soothing. That place. So many things in there. See if they want to sponsor a breakfast. And my last one, arguably an essential, a bathroom with a sink. A bathroom would be really nice in the bathroom shop. Bathroom is Ours so have good. One. I don't have one or a sink, and I would love to. We have a spigot. We don't have a 
sink. No. It would be Bathroom really nice. Bathroom is super good. Or even just a urinal. And right. A, and a sink. I've seen that before. Where people have a urinal just uh, <laughs> out in the, the open wall. in their yeah. shop. Yeah, you know. Just it is what drain it is. outside. Who cares? You live in the country, Robbie. Yeah, I could just want. drain it outside. Your whole yard's a urinal, Robbie. As as nobody knows. I did pee in the trees the other day when I was yeah. going to the lawn. Yeah, that's what I knew. Wild, Robbie. That's, that's what I knew. I was like, this is, this is a good This is sign. my house. I, I could pee in my yard if I want to. I am out of the city. <laughs> I'm not getting a ticket for today. You may get some more country folk uh, memes this week with that <laughs> shit, Robbie. <laughs> Oh I'm not my mad. God! I'm not that mad. was the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life. Thank you so much. Speaking for that, of Silver C10, that was his deal. Oh my God! Thank you for that. Uh, I'm not mad. Robbie's about country it. album. I'm waiting, <laughs> waiting, dreaming. Uh, good times. Oh, it's so funny. He spent way too much time on that. <laughs> he spent a lot of time on that, dude. That was legit. It's got my car in the background, and he has me in front of it somehow. Yeah. And then it's got like everything's edited. It's 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 his oh, uh, Photoshop skills are. Showing, oh, it was so good. I, I didn't even get a notification. Like I saw a, it like way later. Tag it. We should make you make that as a t-shirt. No one. Oh, no one, maybe. No one would buy that. You maybe. say that, Robbie. If it was a poster, maybe. Could we print posters? They're super Somebody, expensive. They're yeah. oh, really stupid expensive. Damn. Oh, Plus, you got to ship them, which is probably <sighs> annoyingly expensive. Why does everything got to be so expensive? Yep. If we did it ourselves and had all the time in the world, it'd be one thing. But that's lame. That's funny. Is that it for garages? That is it for garages. Unless you guys have things I missed. I tried to be all inclusive on. I'm sure there's a shit ton of stuff I missed. I hear from you guys. Get on that group. Get on the group. Let Tell us, us know. what's up. Are you ready for the next thing that we oh, have to do? I'm super pumped about this. Not that we have to do, but I'm just I saying. I want to. We get want to, to do. We get to do this next part. The new segment has been unsponsored or unbrought to you by anybody for a long time. We have partnered with Petrol Box which some of you may have heard of. Uh, the website for them is mypetrolbox.com. So for the last probably probably two years now, I've been doing one of those subscription boxes monthly for uh, clothes, basically. So not the ones where they like send you stuff and you pick your stuff and you send it back, but it's like a curated box of... Um, chinos and Chinos whatnot. and, uh, yeah. Yep. Rust-colored chinos. Rust-colored chinos. sort of things. Um, so that's been... I'm a big proponent of that kind of subscription box thing. What Petrolbox has done basically in the last year is they've put together a they put together a box for the automotive enthusiast. So each week or I'm sorry, each month what they're sending out is five to seven different items. Um, they can they vary from month to month. They can be tools, they can be interior, exterior car care products, they can be wearables, like shirts, t-shirts, gloves, hats, um, novelty items, um, gear for your garage, stickers. They do partnerships with uh, companies in the United States and companies that are local to them to bring you their products. Um, you're getting quite a bit of stuff for your money, um, and it's something that they put together. They put together a unique package for their subscribers every single month. Um, so a couple of things I talked about at the beginning of the show – for Petrolbox subscribers, which you can subscribe to if you go to their website, as I said, that's mypetrolbox.com. Each month, they're giving away a set of Rotiform cast wheels. So that is an exclusive offer to people who sign up through their website. Um, if you go to Rotiform, you can see all the different types of cast wheels. There's a If you go to the top, there's like a link um, to their cast wheel section. There's a ton of stuff there. That's any... You get a picket? That's what I've been told. Wheel That's of your awesome. choice. 
Ooh. Wheel of your choice. That's fantastic. So you can see everything like, that's available there. I do like their there. styles. They do. Rotoform has some really cool wheels. So they that's do. a good they partnership. Um, I really like that. Um, the other thing that Petrobox is doing for 10 tenths listeners exclusively is they're doing a $7 off coupon for oh, you shit. guys only. $7? $7 off for the first month. For anybody that Dang. listens to 10 Tenths Podcast, you use the code 10 Tenths spelled out. Spelled out. So T-E-N-T-E-N-T-H-S. S. T-E-N-T-E-N-T-H-S. And that will get you $7 off your first box. Like I said, I am a big... I'm a big fan of this type of um, this type of, of sale because they can they can buy things in bulk, things that they think are rad. They can package them up and they can get them to you cheaper than you can you can buy that stuff individually. Plus, it's nice because you get you know you get T-shirts and different things in the mail that you know you you may not go out and buy a T-shirt necessarily, but you get a T-shirt. It's like oh, it's a rad shirt. They're looking to bring cool products to you to check yeah, out. They're not. They're not just heckling crap. They're finding. No, no, they're no, finding no, no. Awesome stuff that right. they want to get out there. Right. Absolutely. So, uh, be nice to get something in the mail I actually wanted every month. That's that's really exciting for me when I get that email from the from the company that I get the clothes from that they right. say, "Oh, we shipped your box." I was like, "Fuck yeah, yeah, new, like, yeah. Stuff. It's, like, it's cool. They're shit, not just dude. bills and junk. Like, what is it? Kind of nice. Is it? Yeah, it is. It's it's a lot of fun. There there is a novelty aspect to it. That's. That's a lot of fun. Something to look forward to. Sometimes you need that in your life. Sometimes you do. And this this subscription is quite a bit less than the one that I do. Not that mine's super expensive, but this is super affordable as well. So like I said, mypetrolbox.com. You'll go through. You'll answer some questions. It'll select um, shirt sizes, glove size, a few other things um, to kind of get you a box that's tailored for you. Um, And then make sure you use that code 10 tenths to get your discount and get signed up uh, for the Rotiform Wheels. So, Robbie, let's do the news presented by Petrobox. Petrobox. Uh, We'll start this off with Mazda is working on a rotary engine still. A new one. They're working on something for us to swap out is what they're they're doing. (laughs) GM already made the LS. Somebody's already made made an engine. I mean, Uh, do you need Now that we've pissed off everybody again. This will be like that meme when the new Ford GT came out. They put a V6 in it because they know you're going to LS swap it anyway. Seriously, that's going to be if a, if a new rotary car does come out, that's going to be like the first thing anybody does is they're they're just going to yeah. figure out how to put it. That's the first in thing it. anybody does with anything that's <laughs> front engine and rear wheel drive. The Miata, there's an LS swap Miata, kit for it. FRS, there's, like, an L, there's an LS swap kit. For before it. there was even a, a like mass market turbo kit, there was an LS swap. What are you going to do? Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know. So they 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 talked to him at. I can't remember what his name is. It's really hard to pronounce. Very Japanese. It was a, it's a, it's a Mitsuo Hitomi. I never would have got Mitsuo that. Mitsuo Hitomi. But he said Hitomi. that they've been working on it. It's his dream to get another rotary engine to the masses. That's kind of his legacy. So him and at least another engineer have been working on it in the background. I assume funding hasn't been super great for it based on how he was describing where the funding's all going first. So you know, assuming Mazda does well, they keep getting sales and then they have extra money to invest in R&D. I assume that's where this is going. He like flat out admits like, yeah, I know these motors suck for mileage, they suck for efficiency, they suck for emissions. We don't care, we're still trying. Yeah, you got to uh, yeah, in yeah, a day I, I in this day and that. age you've got to respect that no matter how you feel about the motor. He is itself. trying to fix they said that they're addressing the apex seal problem yep. specifically yep. and the oil consumption. Yep. And the emissions. Well, then they even threw out the idea of using uh, laser ignition 
instead of like uh, spark plugs. Yeah. Shit. Which would be laser, laser power. Again, the articles I've read say, oh, that's so crazy expensive. It's already on a couple other things. I mean, it's used in really? like. Really? I've never like, even heard of it's that. It's used as a on thing. like high compression type stuff, so like methanol and stuff like that. That's that's where lasers makes more sense. So, huh. That's I suppose crazy. it's probably uh, it, it, expensive it, it, from the standpoint that Mazda doesn't use it on anything. Yeah, it'd be, they'd be so their R and D expense would be possibly high. Yeah, I would imagine. I mean, I'm sure it is quite expensive, and I would I would imagine replacing them for an engine that they're not going to sell very oh, many of, right. relative to one of their Sky Active. Yep. Right. And this is supposed to go in the RX Vision, I think is what they're calling it, which is like their RX seven, RX eight, eight. Predecessor nine. nine at this point. Yep, but it looks it, rad, and it's supposed to make another like updated concept at the Tokyo Auto Show. Neato. So maybe the rotary engine will be there. Could be neat. All or, joking aside. Yeah, I'm. I'm. It makes me like Mazda even more. I've always kind of liked them as like the new or uh, like an enthusiast brand. Yeah, I mean, a lot of their stuff has still got that that air of fun. And stuff's really nice too. They're, they're kind of sticking really nice. a middle finger up to batteries and and boringness and doing whatever they want, and I like that. I like Mazda. I yeah. wish that I could support it more by buying a new one, but just not there. Nah. If they made a fast one, maybe it'll maybe. be maybe it'll be fast. Maybe it'll be super. If powerful. it's fast, or maybe it'll be just like the original ones where twenty thousand miles are gone. Or it'll be like the FD, where it's the equivalent of like. $60,000 or something. Apparently... Those are expensive cars when they were new. Specifically with the RX-8 anyway, apparently ringing those out is really good for them. Driving them... Supposed, supposed to beat the pants High RPM. Supposed to beat the piss out of them. There's, a, there's apparently in the RX-8, I've never been in one, I don't really know anybody who's ever owned one well, but apparently there is a buzzer that rings when you get to like a really high RPM number <laughs> and you're not supposed to shift before you hear the buzzer. Oh man. I've heard it before. I was in, um, I can't remember his name now. It's gone. Uh, one of the autocross guys, Mike Bronson, not Bronson. Oh, not I've been Bronson. in Bronson's RX seven, I think, but that's not my memory of it. The one that I was in was black. I can't remember his uh, name. Breit back. Yes. Aaron. Aaron. It was Aaron. It was his black RX eight. Um, He's apparently really fast. He's really fast, and uh, it was at Marshalltown, oh, and it is a little man. bit of a bizarre feeling that rotary because it just, it just never really stops. It just kind of you just you just it's a consistent like we're just pulling, we're pulling, we're pulling, we're pulling, we're pulling. Surely, surely you surely shift the red line, right? Surely he has to shift soon. Pull, pull, pull. You got. It. I mean, you have to shift now. This is now you're just messing. Just, with this me. is stupid. Aren't you gonna like float a valve or something? Yeah, pull, pull. It's it is from that perspective. It's kind of it's kind of cool. They make a stupid noise. I know everybody's going to argue with me about that because it was, oh, God. Mm, no, it, I don't like the noise. I kind of like respect the, the power delivery, though. I yeah. kind of like the noise. Really? Yeah. At full throttle? Yeah. Mm, the brappity brappity, like the three, Idle. The, the three and the four rotor ones. Idles, bap, bap, bap. Idles are ridiculous. That's kind of, that's, that's pretty sweet. I don't like the full blown, like, <laughs> pulling noise. What? To get back to your, how you feel about forums, I'm just Googling just out of curiosity what the, uh, R, what the rev limiter is or like what the RPM max out is. Yeah. And someone posted a thread and asked like, okay, really, what's the max RPM these rotaries should be running out? And the first comment is, they can easily rev to over 200K. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Great. Thanks. Thank you. 200,000 RPMs. Yep. Totally. <laughs> Believable. Wow. Asshole. Is it a jet engine or what? <laughs> well, yeah, I don't know. Is it a turbo? A turbo? Is it in itself a turbo? <laughs> That's what we should do. 
There's literally not one answer. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> Fucking forums. I think we just dealt with forums because we didn't have any other choice for a while. You know, that was it. That was. But all I don't like using Facebook groups to try and like glean my information. Well, no, but it, you can get access to information other ways now. Like, there's like, more information available online from a credible source where you don't have to go to the forum. I was gonna That's go. I was gonna go to Facebook and the forums and do a little searching to find out how hard or like, can I just use a two two out of a Cavalier to put in the S10? Like, if I get a short block from a Cavalier. Does do my motor mounts just bolt onto that? I know I need a different intake and exhaust manifold. That's fine, whatever. But can I use the short block? And then I decided I don't want to post on Facebook and deal with people telling me to swap a V8 into it. And I don't want to try and find that information on a forum, so I'm just not gonna. <laughs> that's where I am in my life now. You're, in that scenario, your only choice is probably a forum. Yeah. But then I have to shift. I have to sift through all yeah, that shit it. in a forum. I get it. It takes yeah. with all the dead pictures. I get it. It's, un- it's unfortunate. I don't know. I feel like I should be able to post that on Facebook, and there should be no more than five responses, and then that should be the end of that thread. But no, there'll be 50 people telling me, oh, just put a V8 in Bro, it. Bro, it's got to be cheaper to put a V8 in. Uh, so by the way, I d- actually did use a form when I was trying to figure out this diff scenario. So I was talking to Zach with his FC to ask if he had ever heard of anybody welding an LSD. Couldn't find any information on it. I wrote a forum post on no rotors saying, which no rotors is pretty tame compared to most forums. So I wasn't too worried about it, but I wrote a whole post. I said, here's what I'm doing. Don't tell me to do anything else. Cause I, I I'm asking a specific question. Has anybody welded an LSD together? How do you do it? I can't find the post. I've got an open diff. I could put it in, but I'm asking this specific question. If somebody gives me another answer, I'm going to freak out, bop them through the internet. Okay. <laughs> just don't. So nothing. Not one answer. Not three, one answer. Three days later. No, this was... 200 views. This was like... No one said a thing. Yeah, this was like a week and a half ago. Oh, man. Not a word. Not a single word. That's annoying. I have a build thread on one for my Omni that is like... It's not yours, though, is it? No, not, I... Not your thread. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was Bart's thread. No, I started one. Oh, okay. I started one. Uh, well, it's been a year and a half ago. I started it while we were sitting in the hospital with my son. Oh, okay. Uh, but... It, it's had like 20,000 views or something crazy. And I have a whole bunch because it'll know it. I get an email notification when someone subscribes to it. I have, there's like, I haven't updated it in a long ass time, but there were like 80 people subscribed to it. There were a bunch of people there's, who were super pumped on that car. That used to be how you do it. Now you start a Facebook page. Yeah. Yeah. Which I'm not like a mega fan of. No, I, I like the forum thing better. That's a better, it's better suited for it, for that type of thing but, but it's kind of dead at but the same a facebook time. page can like blow up and then you just like post stupid memes because you feel like you need to make content and then that's not interesting either yeah i don't need more of that on my facebook feed i don't know what the answer is no not not sure what it is use a forum it's not drive tribe no. or no, that's we have over 200 members on our drive tribe tribe and i get like two bumps a week yeah the how you end up in their algorithm on people's pages weird it's not working anyways what's next robbie uh subway yes dro- is god damn it so <laughs> <laughs> robbie what's next <laughs> try again subway has dropped as a, subway has dropped as a sponsor for a nascar driver after he handed out donuts okay so so daniel suarez 
Yeah, Daniel Daniel Suarez. Daniel Suarez. Here's so here's my beef with the so I think initially it reads like self Subway's trying to be healthy, so he hands out donuts and therefore that is against their company image. I think the problem is, no. is that he handed out Dunkin', Dunkin donuts. donuts. He handed out Dunkin' Donuts and then they but, they said that's a competitor. Weren't they donuts that he was handed to for some bit on a TV show? It was a bit on the TV show leading into a race. It was like a pre-show right. thing. And he was just on the show. Well, I think and it, they handed him a box of donuts and he needed to hand these out to the people. It sounded like he was show. in the wrong place at the wrong time. Right. Like, hey, you want to do this? Oh, okay. Yeah. Like he in all just, reality, they should just be happy that their driver was getting some extra like, you know, face-to-face interaction with the world. It was on NBC, so it wasn't like it was a it wasn't it was like, like a NASCAR sanctioned thing. He yeah. wasn't on a podcast with like ten listeners. I mean, it was a big yeah, it was, deal. It was, it was, it was well, like, I'm just saying, like, he was on, he, like, his image was on something that was kind of like neutral territory, in my opinion. Yeah, what happens there? He shouldn't be held responsible for. I don't think he did anything. What Subway should have done is they should have just been a team player about it well then what's like they yeah. could they, they should just left it alone and be like hey dude don't let's not do that again like but that's, that's not his problem. fault right that's i think that's what they do every time i think that section is sponsored by dunkin donuts and regardless of who is the driver in the show he gets a dozen donuts and they hand them out that's the thing well that's what's weird is like there there's been rumors that they subway's been trying to get out of this deal for a long time and uh they signed on with uh jgr which is the the overall team. And then uh, they were sponsoring Carl Edwards, and then he retires. Well, then they're on the hook for like, oh, well, I guess we're still with him, so we'll sponsor Daniel Suarez. And they didn't really want to be that in charge, like sponsoring Daniel Suarez. Which is fucking weird, is that all they had is one more race on that contract. The Talladega race is all that's left. Oh, really? So if they would have just been like, oh, yeah, don't do that, pay for the next race, the sponsorship's over. There's no, you there's, walk away clean, yeah. and, and now they have a negative image. Yeah, because people are yeah. like, ha, I was going to go get my uh, Subway yeah. sandwich. I'm getting donuts today instead. And like, there the are NASCAR s- fans who won't go back to Subway. Oh, for, for real? For Slaughter sure. them on, tw- on Twitter. Well, that's the way that NASCAR fans are, you know? Yeah. They're They'll go out and buy Tide and not Bounty or uh, you know some Whatever. other, because their favorite driver is sponsored by Tide. Sorry, wasn't the- uh, Bounty's a paper towel. Was I don't it? even know where that came from. <laughs> I, don't buy, I don't buy the- Washing detergent in my house? No, I was laughing because it wasn't, uh, was it Ricky Bobby that was sponsored by Tide? I don't have a slice. I don't know. No, Wonder, that was Wonder Bread. Wonder, Wonder Bread. Bread. I don't know. For some reason, Wonder I was, Bread. for some reason in my mind, when you said Tide, all I could think about was stupid Ricky Bobby. But shit. like the diehard NASCAR, NASCAR fans, whoever is sponsoring their driver, that's what they buy. Period. It's amazing. And if you've it's dropped this marketing. guy, even if you're not a big fan of him, just because it's kind of a dick move, I'll bet they won't, there'll be a number of them that won't. At least short term, go to Subway. We've talked about how weird NASCAR people are. Numbers, numbers matter. And, and that's well, that's the thing. I was wondering if Subway <laughs> no, was literally just number on the side of the car makes a difference. Well, I was wondering if Subway was trying to just really save money because I mean, if they're a title sponsor, they're paying somewhere between twenty and thirty million dollars to have their their name. So on what's that. the saving of a million dollars? Maybe. Yeah, I'm not sure Probably what it knows. costs per race, but yeah, but to be a title sponsor, they, they, they didn't say it's twenty to thirty per year. Her race. I feel like I this know. is going to impact them negative. I mean, maybe that's not a big. I know they're trying to be this healthy place, so maybe NASCAR fans aren't a big part of their market. But there's a lot of subways and truck stops with truckers. There are. There are. 
Just saying. There's some also they sell everything. cookies, so don't get too yeah, far up your own ass about how healthy and you are. are. Is that stuff real? Like some I mean, of the stuff they sell? No, is most it, of the stuff they sell is not healthy. Like they throw a lot of ranch dressing and mayo on a lot of those sandwiches. And I don't care how many dressing. vegetables you put. Hey, put that <laughs> down. It, don't drink out of that, Ravi. <laughs> Damn it, Ravi. <laughs> it's gonna get worse. It gets worse. <laughs> put it down, Ravi. War. Yeah. Podcast war. Got your address now, friends. <laughs> um. Yeah, most of the stuff you get at Subway is not no, it's healthy. Not. It's just kind of this what's, lies. What's really funny is they hung on to Jared through the whole child porn thing, and then this guy hands out donuts. Oh, no, 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 no. They hung on to him? I thought that they, they didn't, like, kicked him straight to no, the they, curb. No, they hung on to him until it was, like, official. Oh, I'd have kicked like, him to the in, curb the in, minute that there was even a, a small there, rumor. Any evidence. Any evidence at all. Oh, substantiated God. or not. Jared who? Yeah. This is not a good look. Yeah. No, they hung on to him a lot longer than they hung on to this guy. And that got a lot more coverage than this ever will. Yeah. Except for all the people listening to this podcast, of course. Which is a lot of people. All of them. All the people. Yep. And frankly, a staggering number of people sometimes. <laughs> I can't even Who are it. these people? Anyway. Thank you. But Thank why? you for being here. Hello. <laughs> Go to the group. Yep. Uh, moving on. The new TVR is here. And it's awesome. Woo! I love it. It's so cool, isn't it? It's that's a great looking car, and it's even California legal. Like that, it's fifty it, state legal. It can be brought yeah. well if it's California it's legal, legal. It's fifty else. state legal. Let's be real here. It's because it's using the five zero out of the Mustang, tuned by Cosworth. Cosworth. I bet it's a glorious motor. I bet it is. It's I'll a dry it's fantastic. Because you, I like the way that motor sounds, yeah. and I've never really seen anything I didn't like that. Cosworth I love doing. journalists because their explanation of why it was Cosworth tuned is because. What did they say exactly? The Mustang motor doesn't really work in a car that light. I was like, what? What's Wait, that what? statement mean? Wait, what? <laughs> Run that by me again? Yeah, that's what, what? it said. It's like, can the, you explain? Like, no, elaborate. that was all. That was elaborate, all it was. please. They didn't. They didn't. That was it. It's like, have you like been in a car before? Or like, what? Do you tune motors differently when they go in lighter cars? I, I well, guess, I think I the I think the point that they were trying to make was, I'm sure Cosworth tuned it so that it was a little bit more rev happy. You know, you don't need all that low down torque when your car only weighs twenty seven hundred pounds, think, which is what this weighs. The you coyote's know. like not known for being a low end torque monster to begin with. I don't understand the statement at all. I'll put it that way. It was a weird statement. <laughs> well, yeah, they made it really. weird. It doesn't work in a light car. Uh, I think it'd be fucking terrifying, actually, if you had just swapped over straight in. You know, the yeah. coyote straight yeah. into the TVR. What's it weigh? Twenty seven hundred fifty five pounds. Yeah. Dear God. Gordon Murray designed. This can't yeah, be anything Gordon but the Murray. greatest, right? It's not even that expensive. I mean, it's expensive. Don't in it's like in the world of cars that it's competing with, it's not. I think here it's one twenty. Is it? That's yeah. still for. It's for, kind of. What else can you buy a one twenty besides a Corvette? Well, I'm anymore. sure you could get into a nine eleven. Th- yes, yeah. you could. But it won't be. You could also buy a Boxster for hundred. But it won't be that. It won't be nearly as fast as this is. I would bet. Oh no, I wouldn't think so. This I does two hundred miles an hour. Well, even like fast around a track, I don't know. Because you're, I, I mean, I, I haven't shopped 911s here lately, but I don't think that 120 buys you very much 911. I don't know that you, it's one of those things where I doubt you could really walk out for 120. You'd go well, in, even if you're, I, even I'm if, sure I could spend 120 and then all of a sudden you walk out, you spend 140. Even if you yeah. really did walk out at 120, I don't think that bought you a lot of, of uh, 911. No pretty base model i would guess no you'd be getting smoked by corvettes and be really disappointed and and a corvette would have more equipment yeah you'd be kind of bummed boxster 
you can spend one hundred twenty thousand dollars on a Boxster. I found out. Uh, wow. Yeah, because like yeah. The, a new GT four, if you really start specking it up, probably gets in there, doesn't it? I think no. I think that one Boxster that I saw that was just a Boxster. It was a they call them those seven one eights now. It was just a Boxster, and it was a hundred and five thousand at the Chicago Auto Show. GT four Boxster. I'm no, probably thinking no, Cayman. Aren't I'm thinking Cayman. Cayman. I'm sure. Which you those, get yeah, well you, into that yeah. Area. You can spend, I think, maybe up to one hundred and forty on a Cayman. There's a lime green Cayman R at the Ford dealership in Ames. Weirdness. Like hmm. the last they traded on a Raptor Cayman? or something. I'm guessing it got traded on the three fifty R. That's not oh, there okay. anymore. That's fair. Uh, has AP brakes on it from the factory. Oh, the yeah. Okay. Yep. Sweet. Pretty nifty. Should Feel- be. Should be quick. Yeah, I want one. Yeah, I'm all I, about I, this. Yeah, I, I think it's I'm a excited that car. TVR is returning. Yep. That they're bringing them here. Yep. All of this is good things. And they're getting into racing. They are going to do a Lamar campaign. They're going to be at a GT class, and his uh, Gordon Murray's three-year plan has them podium in the third year. So it's realistic, realistic goals. He like has it. been there before. Yep. So and this, and this is after the 2018 production run. You know who he is, right? Yeah, he designed the or was highly involved in the McLaren F1. Okay, just making sure. But the people, listeners at home might not know he's royalty. Is as it? far as I'm concerned, it's good ah. stuff. Okay. Speaking of this car's competitor, we'll wrap this up with the. We could be getting a brand new ZR1 Corvette and the mid-engine Corvette called the Zora. The Zora. Zora. This, is the Zora. this is after the C1 designer. His name was Zora. Oh, really? Something along those lines. Is that what the chassis is going to be? He has a he has a more weird name. Zora yeah. Ar- Arcus Duntov. Zora Arcus Duntov. <laughs> Sounds kind of Russian, maybe? Kind of Russian. Uh, apparently, he wanted a mid-engine Corvette yep. okay. from the get-go. Yeah. Um, and now we're getting one, so that's why we're naming naming it after him. That makes sense. I think that everybody, as many people didn't want this to happen, everyone knew it was going to. Oh, yeah. Well, so now the discussion is, which I said would have been a good move for GM years ago, is Corvette is a brand, and now there's a like couple Viper? different options for Corvettes. Like Viper was? Yeah, but there's going to be more than one product available. And it would probably work better? Yes. Not that I didn't like the Viper program. Yeah, no, I, I know. Everybody loved the Viper program, but yeah, it had problems. But not enough people liked the Viper program because now it's dead. Right. Yeah, that's fair. So that basically there would be the Corvette as we understand it now. There'd be a mid-engine Corvette, they're, which they're calling the, the C8, C8 or the yes. Zora. Yep. There's going to be, yeah, the C7 would be, we're going to get a ZR1 of that, which they're saying is going to be more than 700 horsepower. This is all a little bit speculative. All has spe- to be. Yeah, it does. I think it does. Um, and so I, I would assume, so they've been talking about that uh, LT5 dual overhead cam motor. It's probably going to go in that. In this C8. is my speculation. That's going in the C8. I assume that that's going in the mid-engine yeah. you know, version of the car. I think that what they'll, the ZR1 will be, they'll cut a hole in the hood. They'll raise it up a bit. They'll put the bigger blower that probably should have been on there to begin with. It'll make 700 horse. Just like Callaway does with theirs. Yep. It'd be mad, mad, angry automobile. I'm really surprised at how the the spy pictures of the Zora, it really doesn't look that different for being a completely different design from the C7. You think it's yeah. on purpose? No, I mean, no, I mean, like when you're going from a completely so, different platform, the car itself looks very similar. It still looks like a Corvette. That looks oh, to I me see. like Sorry, a I, I Corvette Amino, but 
whatever. Well, yeah, let's say the leather kind of, or the covers. Obviously no, it, it looks like a El Camino with a Corvette front end. No, it does not. Which would have been fantastic. Just put the engine in the truck bed. They didn't think about that, did they? That's what they should have done. <laughs> with they should have gotten a Ute and put the engine in the truck bed and put zoomies on it and called it a day. C8. That would have been that would have been the Australian fix. That would to not that. have sold. <laughs> in Australia, it might have it sold. Might have. You don't know. I would have bought one for sure. Are you kidding me? No, no. In no. twenty years, when they've depreciated down enough that I can afford it, not the point. No, no, no. But, so anyway, it should be it should it'll be an interesting future for Corvette. That's yeah, for sure. I'm curious what the reception is going to be. I I like it. I think it's the right direction. I don't really have a choice. I think it'll be well received because your other yeah. option is uh, there isn't one. Yeah, you can't just keep doing the same you can't stuff. Get a, well, no, I just mean like you can't get a Ford GT. No. You can't be just a rich guy, you know, a mildly rich guy, and like, oh, I'm going to go get a Ford GT. Well, even even if you could buy a Ford GT, I don't think that these are going to be price competitive cars. No, this is going to be way cheaper. Yeah. They were saying this might even be cheaper than the ZR1, didn't they? It should be the same price range, really. I mean, it could yeah. be a $100,000 car, and it's still a quarter of what a Ford GT cost. Right. What's your other... So your other option at that point is a... Mid-engine. Alfa Romeo... I, I guess we're back to Caymans and Boxsters. Yeah. Yep, Cayman. Really. Cayman is your other option. So, so the market's pretty. Or a R8 V8. Yeah. R8 they V10. also they also said the McLaren 570s is like a competitor. But it's gonna be way cheaper. It, yeah, it's, it's gonna be so it's much quite a bit cheaper. cheaper. Than that. Isn't there a lower one than the 570 though? Isn't there, is there a, a 540? There's too many McLarens. Yeah. yeah. There, there might be a. They want to make They're too similar. They want to make like a dozen cars by the end of like some time. Yeah. Whatever. At some point, you, it's crazy. still yeah. the different looking. Up. I don't care. At some point, it's still the same tub and the same engine. Yeah. I mean, yeah. really. So I, I think it's interesting. I think it'll be cool. ZR1 will be mad, and then there's going to be a mid-engine uh, American supercar-y thing. Should be good. What I'm excited to see is this car racing, the C8. Yes. The mid-engine car. Because, you know, the Corvette, the the GT, the Ford GT really proved this. Uh, you, you really can't go any faster than the Corvette is currently without moving the motor. They have to to get a lower profile, better coefficient of drag, those sort of things in the front. Yes. Uh, And so in order to continue to be competitive, they have to move the motor to the middle. And so I'm excited to see that car as a race car. Yeah. Maybe the same class as the TVR. I would guess that the TVR is going to be like down there with the, like the Jag, or not Jag, uh, Aston and stuff, like the class below. Oh. Can't think of what they are. GTD, GTLM, maybe. I don't know something like that. At Lamar. I don't know. Either way, like I said, interesting, interesting future for uh, Corvette for sure. That's all. I That's got all. This week. I just, I just find that interesting. Yes. And all the speculation about dual overhead cam engines and mid engines and. ZR1s and all that stuff. So hopefully that's what the route they're going to go because it's, it's still a little speculative at this point. But there is a ZR1 and there is a Zora out there in the world somewhere. We just don't know exactly what that packaging is going to look like at the end of the day. So I think that's it. We are dangerously close to two hours again. Damn it. Classic. So should, we, should we wrap it up? Oh, yeah. shit. It is 9 o'clock. It's Sorry. Gotta be some, Late it's got to be past somebody's bedtime here. It's so. certainly getting on there. So we will catch you guys next week. Make sure to go to mypetrolbox.com. Remember the code 10 tenths to get your $7 off the first box. Peace out, homies.